0: Y'all ever made a purchase and you see it and it's just like, man, that, that's probably, that looks pretty cool. I'm going to buy that. And then you get it and it's like, just not exactly yes. what you think it is. That is this shirt right here. <laughs> <laughs> Big ass. <laughs> Nav's logo. <laughs> <laughs>
1: and it's oh like, look,
0: yeah, that's, I, I, is that the new shirts? Yeah, this is one of the...
1: (laughs) It looks much better in the photos that they took.
0: Right. And I mean, it feels good. I mean, I like it, but I mean, holy crap. This is the biggest...
1: (laughs) I'm (laughs) nervous about... It's like going around the sides. (laughs) I'm nervous. (laughs) I'm nervous about getting the hoodie now. I'm not sure if I want that (laughs) big-ass logo on my hoodie. (laughs) No, I, I definitely need to see somebody with the hoodie on before I make that purchase down. Yeah, I'm gonna make sure I, I be was, looking I gonna, in the stands the for it. The
0: hoodie, I was getting, the hoodie was gonna be my next purchase, and now I'm like, I don't know.
1: <laughs> <coughs> Got the hat wrapping around the underarm area. I
0: feel like a like a Michelin man. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! Yeah. Hey, Reese, bitch, put the game on, man. I'm trying to see what Luca and them boys gonna
1: do tonight, man. Babs hey, outside this podcast. Y'all
2: know what time it is. Welcome back yet again to the Mavs Outsiders podcast. I'm one half of your hosting team, Mike Bibbins, on Twitter at Bibbs Corner. Joined as always by my co-host. I, I, why do I keep wanting to say co-host? Like, I don't what, know. I don't know what's that's, happening. That, so weird. <laughs> <laughs> but joined as always by my co-host Maurice Williams at Mind of Reese. Reese, how y'all know?
1: holding up good man uh i got an off day today uh i'm enjoying it we're getting an early pod out we don't have to do it late at night which Beautiful. means i can enjoy the rest of my day might go to the movies who knows but i'm good I'm yeah I'm, a thinking, tweet. I'm good yeah
2: i'm thinking i might see the last duel i think that's out now so we'll see i think
1: i might see no time to die Okay.
2: Yeah, okay and of course uh we were trying to do more guest spots trying to have more people coming coming on the show <laughs>
1: I tried to hold it. <laughs> I'm if sorry, I tried. If you
2: couldn't hear it, I'm not sure if it came through the mic, but if you couldn't hear it, there's the motorcycle guy is back. I'm I'm sure y'all heard me mention him before. Did he just go down one way and back?
1: <laughs> he just goes around the block hitting wheelies and shit. Oh, I, right. I don't
2: know what this man is doing. <laughs> anyway, let's let's move forward. Let's let's not let's try to maintain some level of professionalism and decorum <laughs> on the podcast. <laughs> Welcome to our guest uh dalton trig of the math step back uh math sports illustrated uh you know what i'm gonna let him do the introduction because I, I feel like i won't do it justice he is the blueprint for for doing this media thing started from the bottom and now he's there so so
0: dalton how you doing I wouldn't say I'm the blueprint, but you know, <laughs> I don't think most people would want to start in uh, in South Mississippi and try to, <laughs> try to try to forge their way into into something like this. But I, I do appreciate the kind words. But yeah, yeah. You, you can find it. You can find all I, – I, look, I'm at Dalton underscore Trig on Twitter, and we post stuff at Step Back Mavs on there too, and it's just it, – it's Mavs content 24-7. Mm-hmm. Uh, might have some Ted Lasso stuff in there as of late because that's, <laughs> my, uh, that's my current TV obsession, but, you know, it's mm-hmm. mostly Mavs stuff. We, we try to keep it consistent.
2: <laughs> Give Reese a, a 15-second elevator pitch on why he needs to be watching Ted Lasso. I've
0: never seen it. It's like – I don't know. It's just when it came out, you know, we're still right in the middle of the pandemic and, you know, it, it's like this stereotypical uh, American football coach figure that thinks he's going to coach football overseas. And it's actually football, like soccer.
1: Oh my and, God.
0: <laughs> but he has a good attitude about it. He's like rosy all the time. And then, you know, the second season he gets into some real, some deep emotional stuff, like even the happiest of people go through stuff. I don't know. It's it's just it was it's really refreshing. I, I've enjoyed every second of it.
1: I assume he's never like coached or played soccer before, like football.
0: No, no. He's okay. completely going into it blind and he's just learning on the fly. It's it's hilarious. It's kinda like when I jumped into media stuff. <laughs> and, I, <laughs> and i respect your yeah, the honesty
2: there you, and I'm, I'm the same way i didn't pro- train professionally to do this but you
0: dip a toe in and see what happens and i, I mean it's working out for you so far so well the good uh, the good thing is i went to college for for business you know i i went into an entrepreneurship program so you know that part of it you know getting to the point like you know selling merchandise and getting into all that stuff i mean that okay. That's that's where that's helped me. But yeah, I, I didn't go to school for, you know, media. Why? Yeah, right. okay. you know, awesome. All right. Dog, well, yeah, that
1: Kids, college ain't important. I
0: mean,
1: <laughs> I mean if, if you got the skills
2: to make it happen, make it happen. The college can help you with the skills. It can help you network things like that. But it's not necessary for everybody. Um, we've done enough of the introductions. I know y'all get tired of our introductions going on for 20 minutes. <laughs>
1: They so told us last week. <laughs> let's get to the
2: meat. Uh, well, first of all, it was cut. It's cut day. There's still a few hours left before teams need to get the rosters down. But the Mavs made their decisions like five minutes after the game was over. People were still sweating when they were told they would no longer have contracts. <laughs> but <laughs> big cuts were made. The The two obvious ones. Far- was it Farron or Farron Hunt? Farron Hunt. Carly Jones. Both were cut. They were the non-contract camp invite guys. Those are easy calls. The third one we knew was going to be a contract guy. It happened to be Tyrell Terry. Um, you know, I had my thoughts about Tyrell Terry as a player. I thought he was a young guy, small body, needed to add some weight. I thought he was going to get the chance to do that in our system. There's been some other stuff that has kept him away from the team. I feel like that's probably more of the reason why they ended up having to cut him. Um, it's unfortunate I hate to see it I was hoping maybe we could maybe swing a trade to get him to Minnesota maybe he needs to be close to home I, I didn't know what the situation was but both of you are Tyrell Terry guys so I'm going to send it to the guests first Uh Dalton what are your feelings about the, the cut
0: well uh, when, when he went in right when camp started I was like well you know this is probably not going to end well it's the second time in what seven or eight months that this has happened and uh, like I mentioned earlier this week on on our pod when we re- recorded, you know, the best ability is availability, especially for a young guy like that. You know, it would be different if he wasn't playing and he's still with the team and he's learning in practice and getting all the knowledge from the coaching staff and all that stuff. But when you're just not around at all, I mean, at a certain point, it's just like, you know, what are we doing here? And I I thought that – Trey Burke would still end up being the one let go because Mark Cuban came out and said that, you know, he, he's not going to employ anybody that isn't vaccinated. So, I mean, does right. that mean Trey Burke got vaccinated and we, we haven't heard about it yet? <laughs> so what, what, what's the deal there? So uh, so I thought it would be Burke regardless of, of Terry being gone, but uh, I, I figured it would be one of the two regardless. And I, I hate it for Tyrell Terry. I love the guy as a person. Uh, I still like him as a prospect, you know, what he could potentially turn into if he, you know, gets his stuff right and finds the right situation. But whatever he does, even if it's not basketball, I hope he finds something he enjoys and uh, can stick with it going forward. Most definitely.
3: Yeah.
2: I do
0: want to piggyback on
2: one thing Dalton said, and I'll let Mm -hmm. you get your thoughts off, Mm Reese. The the Trey Burke thing – Mark Cuban was on Maz Film Room podcast yesterday, and he did address that. He said that uh, the players are not technically his employees, so that's that's the. Oh, there we go. Okay. Yeah, so he's so he's not counting Trey Burke amongst his employees when he says that. Um, whatever. If, if I'm fine, I'm fine with Trey Burke. He showed up in the preseason. It is what it is. Uh, I think that Terry's situation came down to the new regime doesn't know him. He just wasn't around long enough for them to really get to know him. And that was just the easy call to make when they've been pushing this family unity situation the whole time. But Reese, Tyrell, Terry, I saw you were a little upset last night. I yeah. hope you've had a chance to sleep on
1: it. And I mean, not necessarily upset, just disappointed. Uh, it was expected, though, especially when, you know, uh, he went MIA again. Uh, Before camp, whatever issues he's dealing with I think it sucks that he gets I don't know if he's still dealing with these issues I assume he is Or whatever he's going through But it sucks that, you know, you get cut for the team You know, basically lose your job job or career In the middle of that So, uh, outside of basketball uh, Best wishes to Tyrell Terry And whatever he decides to do um, I would have liked to see him get like a G League spot Or something like that Maybe Maybe Basketball isn't really his passion. Maybe that's like not something he wants to do professionally. I'm not sure. But I would like to see him get an opportunity somewhere else. I still have hope for Tyrell Terry. He's still like a raw prospect now. But you see some promise there. But like you said, uh, it's the NBA. He's got to put on some weight. Uh, even if he's in the vein of a... I don't want to say that. That's going to sound insane. I was going to say like a Patty Mills type of small backup point guard. I think he can play some point guard, but he needs to be around coaches and even veteran players that can uh teach him the game more. But like Dalton said, when he's not around and he's not playing, he's not soaking anything up. Uh we need we kind of need him to be a sponge on the team. Uh I think there is some merit to what you said about the um the new regime not knowing him because if I'm not mistaken Everyone from last year except for Josh Green is gone now. Uh, Nate Hinton is gone. Tyler Bay is gone. And Tyrell Terry is gone now. So uh, those prospects that we thought, you know, uh, something could come of them, maybe something could come of them, just not on the Mavericks. Uh, I guess that, well, I mean, the Seth Curry trait was already a disaster, but it's officially a disaster now. (laughs) But, um, yeah, I wasn't too upset, just disappointed, but it didn't surprise me. Um, I did still expect it to be Trey Burke but Trey Burke has been doing well in the preseason decently so I mean who knows maybe we'll find out that the issue with Trey Burke was Rick Carlisle as well I mean seems <laughs> that seems to be the consistency around here so uh yeah best wishes to Tyrell Terry man
2: yeah I feel like Trey Burke has proven going back to the bubble that when his job is on the line, he's going to show up.
1: So. <laughs> Contract, <laughs> um, yeah. Trey Burke is different.
2: That, that's right. So just just keep him threatened and he'll he'll perform. Um, <laughs> I think Jason Kidd actually came out and said that the cut came down to either Frank or Tyrell Terry. Yeah. Based on performance, I'm going to have to say I, I'm hoping that that was a financial based thing that Frank was the guy on the line, but. And maybe because of redundancy of positions. Like maybe it was, they look at him as a point guard or a wing and we're like three, four deep at those positions already. So
1: I would say if it came down to those two, that's a pretty easy decision for me personally based off of what we need on the team. Uh, you've spoken a lot about what Frank brings to the team. Tyrell Terry doesn't bring any of that at all, unfortunately. So if you have to make the choice, I would have chose Frank as well.
0: Well, I mean, Neil Aquino's- still 23 years old too. I mean, right. he, he's still very young and he, he's actually played in real NBA games, had mm-hmm. real NBA minutes. So, I mean, I, I think that choice would, would have been pretty easy to me personally. Yeah,
2: yeah I agree. I mean, he just had a 2010 game. I mean, he's a guy that's had a 20 point 10 assist game. Like you don't just accidentally do that in the NBA. We know you agree. So <laughs> I'm not going to spend too much <laughs> time on that. I'm, I'm happy that Frank made the team. It's been hard for me to like get super excited, not knowing, like, because if they had come out last night and they said Frank D'Aquino was cut, like, I probably would have not been on Twitter. Like, I would have been <laughs> gone. <laughs> like, I would have been hurt. Uh, 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 but uh, just two things I would have glad Dennis Smith Jr. did make the Blazers. I think everybody here is glad to see that. Um, Nate Hinton was cut from the Pacers. They're, li- he, they're likely to get him to their G League team. And then Tyler Bay, I don't know what the Rockets have been doing with him. They signed him waved him gave him a two-way and waved him again so he's he's a free agent again um those are the the ex-mavs that are out there in the universe
1: any quick thoughts about either one of those guys um i will you know i i'm a man who can admit when i'm you know slightly wrong you remember i didn't necessarily have a rant but i was i had an issue with a lot of mavs fans saying man we should sign dennis Smith Junior." and i'm like come on man relax like we're not Then I was like, oh, this is the dude y'all want to sign. And he only got a training camp invite. I don't think he fits well with the team. I was wrong. He's been playing very well. Uh, Obviously, the Blazers like him because they gave him a contract. So, like I said, I've always wished the best for Dennis Smith Jr. I'm still a fan. I just didn't think he should be on the Mavs again. But uh, if the Blazers like him and he's a good fit for the team and he can help that team, best wish to uh, Dennis Smith Jr. Congratulations.
0: Yeah, I, I don't really have any any thoughts on the other guys you mentioned aside from DSJ because I mean I just you know I me and Dennis are you know we're we're bros we're pretty much you know <laughs> but we every now and then you know when something happens you know either way you know we'll we'll talk to each other every now and then and uh, I'm just I'm thrilled for the guy man I, I I wanted the Mavs to give him a shot I've said since the start of the the summer when I found out that that could potentially be a possibility him playing in a reserve role as the as a secondary distributor even if it's not you know first off the bench just you know a guard coming off the bench and not having the full responsibility that he had when he first came to Dallas and uh, or even trying to play with Luca in the starting lineup you know coming off the bench i always thought that was going to be a role that he could thrive in and I try not to overrate everything we see in preseason, but just like physically and the style of play that he played with for Portland, it was great. I mean, it's exactly what I envisioned and apparently the Blazers thought the same thing. And uh, I hope he gets a a handful of opportunities for him this year. Definitely. And I think it's one of those things where I think for both Dennis and Frank,
2: one, people don't realize how young these guys are coming in um, especially at that position point guards, don't usually come in ready to perform at the nba level there's way too much to the position way too much responsibility way too many reads you have to make and your mistakes hurt the team more than maybe a center's mistakes are going to hurt a team because they don't have the ball in their hands Um, and for both of them i think it's been an adjustment to accepting that it is going to take them time and that coming off the bench is okay like they were both thrust into starting roles their rookie years they both had good moments fans loved them and then when that development didn't happen the way it was supposed to, you know, you get in your own head. The fans start doubting you. I'll never forget when Dennis Smith got traded to New York and he was playing poorly, and fans were booing him at the free throw line and asking for Frank. Like that type of stuff messes with you mentally. Yeah, that's New York though. That's that's different. I, and, and I and I get it, but you, I could tell that he was he was struggling for a while. But I think he's in a perfect situation. I called him Dame Light coming out. And now he gets to learn directly from Dame every day in practice. That's beautiful to me. That's, that's that's I wanted him to get another shot. I didn't want it to be in Dallas, but I'm glad he's getting another shot. Same. Um, so let's move forward. I have We had a handful of questions we wanted to get to Dalton on the Mavs offseason because we, we have you here. We want to get your thoughts. So first thing I want to ask, and then the next two questions will come from Reese. What's your offseason grade for the Mavs and why?
0: Is this ba- I have two answers. Is this based on the expectations or is this just based on specifically How you... what happened?
1: <laughs> both. I would say, you... yeah, both. Both.
0: Okay, if it's based on expectations, then you know it's probably like a C minus or a D, because yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> the expectations were, you know, Kawhi Leonard, Kyle Lowry, and then it just kept going down there. <laughs> <laughs> a big passing day. Uh, uh, so if, it, if we're talking about that, then, you know, it's pretty bad. If we're talking about just what actually happened and looking back, what they actually had the, you know, the realistic shot of doing going into the off season, aside from the hype, you know, I think they did pretty well for themselves. Probably a B minus because uh, I've said from the beginning, Josh Richardson being, being traded. traded. To Boston and then you get a guy that like Moses Brown who I mean he might not get a lot of minutes this year but at least you got something and I think it's addition by subtraction getting rid of Richardson anyway so that was a plus and then you sign Reggie Bullock who uh, was quoted by Tom Thibodeau as being the heart of the Knicks defense last year and he was upset that they didn't re-sign him and he's a much better three-point shooter than Richardson and then Sterling Brown, who really flew under the radar as a signing this offseason, and he looked amazing in preseason. <laughs> Which, yes, you know, and a again, again, you try not to overrate this stuff you see in, in an NBA preseason, but just, like, physically. Like, how he's moving, how he shoots the three, and then you see what he how he shot the three with the Rockets last year. It's like, okay, yeah, this, this is going to be nice. You know, having those two guys instead of Josh Richardson, and then you have a young – big man like moses brown who i've been really impressed with too you know he's got all of his basics down it looks like and uh i'm excited about it i think uh i think they did very well i just think you know when you have mark cuban going to rotary clubs and uh (laughs) telling people that uh Oh, man. The Mavs are going to go after a true second star. And at the time, it seemed like a pot shot at KP. But, you know, uh you expect them to do something bigger, and then it didn't happen, and then you have a bunch of backlash. But if that hadn't happened, I think we would have all been, you know, slightly <laughs> pleased with how exactly. it turned
1: out. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Uh, well, you mentioned, um speaking about the offseason, you mentioned the new additions like Reggie Bullock, Moses Brown, Shannon Little Brother uh so with these new additions uh what are your predictions for the starting lineup going in to the season like a consistent starting lineup for the dallas mavericks and do you see any of these new additions being into and being in that consistent starting lineup
0: well i mean i was very against the uh the starting lineup with dwight powell in at the five i i just i didn't like that i mean especially based on the last time we saw dwight powell now if he's going to start shooting threes <laughs> like he has in this in this preseason, I hope it doesn't happen because it just looks like they've given him a full green light. And so even if he's not hitting, he's still going to be jacking those up. And I'm scared. <laughs> I'm very scared about how that's going to turn out. But uh, my ideal starting lineup and the one that I think that'll end up probably sticking before this is said and done is uh, Luca, Tim Hardaway Jr. Uh, Reggie Bullock at three uh, Dorian Finney Smith as a small four and then KP back at the five because from what we've seen from KP physically uh, you know he wasn't able his feet were stuck in cement last year he couldn't move around his lateral quickness had just completely left him Uh, he's gotten some of that back it looks like he's he's moving well Uh, if he's able to play like that and block some shots and stay in front of his guy more times than not, then you can play KP at the five and be okay Mm -hmm. uh, and still have a really dynamic offense. So that's what I think is eventually going to happen. But for whatever reason, I thought it was just a Rick Carlisle thing. The Mavs are just committed no matter what, to having Dwight Powell in the starting lineup, and that's how this season's going to start. <laughs> until, until they're forced to make a change. So. Whatever, whatever he
2: has on that flash drive must be the most uh, incriminating.
3: <laughs>
2: I don't he know. He saw man.
1: something he was not supposed to see, <laughs> and we thought it was Carlisle's skeletons. But apparently, plot twist, is not, and it's not Donnie's either. <laughs> so, <laughs> Mark Cuban, I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't know what tweets are in the draft that Dwight Powell hacked and saw. But anyway, uh, speaking of the starting lineup going into the season, uh, what does a successful season for the Dallas Mavericks uh, look like to you? At the end of the season, when it's all said and done, uh, whether we're in the playoffs or after we're eliminated, what do you consider to be a successful season for this team?
0: I've thought about it a good bit, and I, I think this team is going to end up winning a lot of games. We'll get to that. I, I think I saw that on uh, Bibb's list earlier. Mm-hmm. We'll get to actual, you know, record stuff, but I think for a successful season, they're going to have to get out of the first round. I think. I think that's the only thing that matters at this point. Uh, I don't care what seed they are. You know, I don't care what the what the health situation is if it well if it's not Luca, (laughs) Uh, as long as it's not Luca or or KP being out extended time. But, uh, I I really think that for this to be labeled a successful season in Lucas fourth year, they've got to get out of the first round because, uh, the first time when they played the Clippers, you know, they had the unfortunate thing with KP tearing his meniscus. And you can argue that they might've gotten out of that series if he hadn't gotten injured, because he was playing incredibly well. Uh, this last postseason against the Clippers, it was the opposite. KP did not play well at all, and part of that was how he was used. Part of that was on him. It was, mm-hmm. it was a two-way street there. Uh, and then you weren't getting anything from Josh Richardson, and yet they still took the Clippers, a fully healthy Clippers team, aside from Sergio Ibaka to seven games. Yep. Uh, so, I mean, I, I just think that's the, that's the, the benchmark here. They, they have to get out of the first round this year, in my opinion. Okay. okay? agree. Yep. That's a, that's a, that's,
2: it's going to be, it would be hard to stomach losing in the first round. Like you said, no matter what the seed is to have three straight first round losses, is just gonna, and you know what people are going to say, look look at this, look at that. Um, So Dalton, let me ask you this. And I, I put a caveat. I don't even know if I sent you the caveat. I was going to ask you for your boldest prediction for the Mavs this year, but if it's something that'll come up in the preview portion,
0: we could save it for the preview portion. No, no, we, uh, I think they'll, uh, I guess my bold prediction is, I think they're going to win 55 games. Uh-huh. Uh, so, 55-27, I think they'll be a top three team in the West. Uh, I don't know how hot of a take that is based on the national media and how you know so, how some of these guys out there, like Zach Lowe and Bobby Marks and all these guys have, uh, have really embraced this Mavs team and, so I don't know how hot of a take that is or how bold that is, but that's that, that's my uh, prediction there. I, I do think they will win a bunch of games, and I don't think they'll have any trouble in the regular season. Postseason, we'll see, uh, depending on how things work out, how the chemistry stuff works out, if they add another piece here or there at the trade deadline. Uh, I'm interested to see what Nico Harrison can do uh, with his first – full season you know he he got hired like two months before free agency started so I'm ready for him to assess the team uh look at everything and see what he can do uh, before this trade deadline and see if anything's changed you know from going from Donnie Nelson to him and I think it will I I really do think he uh he has a better grasp a fresh grasp of um you know what to do right now right Right. I, I, can
2: re- I definitely respect that. I, I'm going to accept it as a bold prediction because there's been enough people ranking us seven, eight seed for you saying three to be a bold statement, uh, even though it's it's either you we're at the bottom of the playoffs or we're at the top. So there's no in-between. I don't see anybody putting us in the middle for some reason.
0: And it's crazy because I was telling Matt, uh, my co-host Matt Glatz, the other day, it's like, Usually, I'm the one that's like outrageously optimistic, and, and everybody's just like, oh no, he's just he's just being a homer. But like, we got guys out here putting the Mavs, saying the Mavs can be first in the West, and yeah, yeah, that's not go, go, <laughs> go to the western and or, or go to the NBA Finals and be number right. one in the West and everything. And I'm just like, I, I'm not like, I'm not there, <laughs> no. yeah. but you know, I'm, still, I'm I'm still pretty high on it.
1: Yeah. No, definitely. Uh, Reese, did you have anything you wanted to add there? Nah, I mean, most of the stuff I think we'll talk about when we get into the uh, the preview portion, so. All right, so with that then, I do want to take a quick
3: break to pay these bills, as Reese likes to say.
1: So, I know you, uh, you probably got used to hearing bibs for a while on this ad, but uh, I'm going to take over the reins again. Uh, to tell you a bit about i'll add I'll sponsor anchor uh back in two thousand and twenty during the pandemic, I finally took the opportunity to start my own podcast. The only issue was I had no idea where to start um I didn't have any podcast equipment uh no camera, no microphone, you know uh any things that you see in a studio. But what I did have was my cell phone, and that's why I discovered the Anchor app. Anchor is the perfect app for new podcasters, for beginning podcasters, for people to start their very own podcasts. Anchor has tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer, like I mentioned. When hosting on Anchor, you can distribute your podcast through other platforms like Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Google Podcast and more. So it's doing most of the work for you. All you have to do is hit play, press record, and get your work out there to the world. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. And the best thing of all, Anchor is totally free. And on top of it being free, you can acquire your own sponsors like the ad I'm doing right now through Anchor. So you have an app for free that you can possibly make money off of. Seems like a fantastic deal to me. If you're interested in starting your own podcast with the Anchor app, make sure you download the Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. Tell them Reese sent you.
2: Welcome back. We are still here with our guest Dalton Trigg. Reese is with us as well. And we're going to get into this. NBA season preview of course on the outsiders we don't just like talking about the Mavs it's nice to watch other teams too it's nice to know what's going on in the league so you have a good baseline for what to expect for your team keep it realistic keep yourself grounded so I asked all these gentlemen to go through all the awards and pick their top three I want your winner I want two alternates Uh, I had some pretty good success last year with this I'm gonna pat myself on the back as we go through (laughs) but let's get into it. So off the top, we're going to go with the big one. Who do you see winning the MVP award, Reese?
1: Well, uh, for a minute, if you are on the mind of Reese podcast, before we, before you sent me this, um, I mentioned something about who I thought would be my MVP. (laughs) After the past few games with the Milwaukee Bucks, I have to say my MVP is going to be Giannis Um <laughs> If his shot is as consistent as it's been this preseason, where you have to actually respect his shot, and it's not there was a picture on Instagram that literally showed the difference in his form, that shows the work he's put into his shot, Ben Simmons. So if if he's just walking up the court and his first thing is shoot it, walking right into the shot with confidence and you have to play up on that like Maxi did, he bowls right by you for a dunk. I don't know anybody that's going to stop Giannis. The wall up defense is no longer going to work and that the spacing for the bucks that's going to create is ridiculous. Uh, I have Giannis at number one, Okay. Uh, do I go right into my number two? Do all no,
2: let's 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 get some more opinions in and then we'll come back.
1: <clears throat>
2: Dalton, who's
0: your MVP? I'm gonna go with Luca because I, based on my other prediction, you know, Mas winning 55 games and being top three, I feel like if that happens, then it's it's inevitable that, that he's gonna win MVP. I think he would have, you know, challenged for him or probably probably won MVP last year. Uh, if that had happened and the Mavs had finished higher than uh, the Denver Nuggets. So yep. uh, he he started the season off slow last year, too. You know, he wasn't in the best of shape uh, from NBA standards. I mean, he's obviously in better shape than a guy like myself. <laughs> but, yeah from you know, from from his standards from being a top player in the league, i mean that that just you know he started out slow, I think he was shooting like nine percent from three in the first month or something like that, so that's <laughs> <Our> green <laughs> numbers he he is he is more prepared to start out this season in my opinion. he had the great run with Slovenia in the olympics, and uh he's been you know focusing on his conditioning and everything and I mean, he look, he's looked great in preseason. Yeah. And it's one of those things, like I said, where you don't want to really focus on the numbers and the percentages and all that stuff in preseason. You just kind of see – you want to kind of see how guys are moving around and how they look uh, coming up and down the court and everything. And Luka, he just – he looks incredible to me. So, I think based on where I think the Mavs will finish this year, uh, I think he'll end up being the MVP. Okay.
2: And – when I go into my MVP, I'm gonna use some of that same logic. Uh, in my opinion, the MVP is gonna be whoever wins, whatever team. The leader of whatever team finishes third in the West, unless it's the Lakers or Jazz or Suns, because those are considered stacked teams. If it's the Blazers, Warriors, or Lake or Mavericks, Luka, Steph, Dame would be the MVP in the scenario that I played out. I had the Blazers getting the three seeds, so Dame is my MVP, if that occurs. Hands down, easily.
1: All right. <laughs> okay. Who are your alternates, Reese? <laughs> <laughs> uh, just do one alternate or both? Give me both. Um, both of my alternates. Uh, my first alternate is going to be Trey Young, uh, considering where I have the Hawks finishing in the East. Uh, I think Trey Young. Shout out to my boy Pierre from Through the Wire podcast uh he always says uh trey young has mvp qualities uh and i agree uh his play style is very similar to that of a steve nash he just uh scores the ball more Where nash was more of a facilitator think Trey young has all the qualities to win the mvp 20 points per game 10 plus assists uh the hawks have all the talent to finish as a top four three seed in the east in my opinion um and my third alternate stephen curry uh i think stephen curry return to form last season even though they didn't make the playoffs set a lot uh, i still think it's crazy he finished third in mvp voting where he was at risk of not even making the playoffs but uh i think he actually will be uh top five in the west this year which we'll get to later but i think he'll be top five in the west this year <clears throat> i wouldn't be surprised if you know he actually does end up winning mvp but like i said it's going to be hard to take it away from Giannis this this year, but if anybody can do it, Chef Curry can get
0: it done. Okay. Well, go, Bibbs, going back to your thing, I, I like Dane, but I don't know. He kind of he kind of rubbed me the wrong way this offseason. Yeah, you didn't wrong. like the mixtape?
3: No, that's kidding.
0: mixtape was fine, but, you know, I, just, <laughs> I, just, uh, I don't know. I, I just had it in my mind that he was, you know, this dirt and it's loyal not even gonna even think about leaving portland and everything and then all this stuff came out and it, it, it gave me the sense that you know he he kind of wanted it out but he didn't want the backlash of being the villain he wanted his cake and to eat it too and uh <laughs> that just kind of rubbed me the wrong way but i mean i i'm not as high on the blazers i don't think they're gonna uh I don't think they're going to be high enough in the standings where where he would win MVP, but he's going to put up numbers regardless. So you, you yeah. got to at least have him somewhere in that conversation based on his production alone. So, uh, but my, my finalists, uh, I think it's going to be a European agenda as, uh, as Rashad Phillips might refer to it as, and <laughs> <laughs> I think it's going to be, uh, Luca Giannis and Nikola Jokic again. I think that's gonna end up being the, the top three. I I don't know if Jokic is gonna win it two times in a row just because of, you know, yeah. uh, media burnout or whatever you want to call it. Uh, but I, I do think that'll end up being the three finalists Giannis is going to be insane this year. Like he had, he's already won a championship now. He's still super young. Uh like like we talked about that that jump shot is <laughs> looking really, scary. really good. Uh, he has a consistent jump shot you know that's i don't know man i don't know who who's going to stop that guy
2: uh god himself is (laughs) (laughs) he's got got to intervene
0: (laughs) (laughs) he has a consistent jump shot he's literally the perfect basketball player i mean he i I don't see any weakness he has if that's the case so uh, i could definitely see that being uh the biggest challenge for Luca who who will actually end up winning it. <laughs> <laughs> and
2: I actually I, I did something similar with Giannis. I accepted, it, you know, if if this is what he's doing, if this is how he's coming back, I think he's won people talk about voter fatigue. I think he's one he's by winning the championship, he's kind of reset the table as far as voter fatigue. Like he's a new person now. He's got a new respect. So I do have him number two. And then my number three is I, I cheated. I said Steph slash Luca, because again, it was <laughs> those, <laughs> those three guys: Dame, Luca, Steph. Whoever finishes higher in the standings, if they finish three or four, is my MVP. And then whoever's behind them, if they're also three or four, number four, uh, or yeah, if they're also in the top four. That person will be in the top three as well in the voting. And then I just put Giannis because I expect them to dominate the East. That's a cop <laughs> And it, it sucks because I did my standings. I literally went game by game. Like each team plays this team. All right, let's say uh, the Mavericks play the Clippers three times. All right, two wins for the Mavs, one for the Clippers. Like I did that. And um, I, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm teasing it, but the, the Mavs and Warriors finished with the same record. So it didn't help me make my decision there.
0: I think the – I mean, how are we feeling about the Warriors just – I feel like there's been a lot of hype just because Klay Thompson's coming back eventually. But, yeah. uh, I mean, it's kind of like – I'm kind of like with the Warriors the same I am with the Blazers. I'm a little bit higher on the Warriors than I am the Blazers, but I just uh, I just don't see them being a top team in the West. Uh, no. That's not saying that Steph isn't going to ball out and maybe Klay will too when he gets back. But, I mean, when you haven't played – NBA basketball, real games in two years. I just don't think they're going to get back to what they were before that happened. Right.
2: Uh, I I agree. I feel like the people putting them in the finals chase, I I do not see it at all. I think they're a playoff team, but uh, I do not see them as a threat to win the title. Um, But at the same time, I can't bet against Steph anymore. I, I did that once. So Steph, with a little bit more help, a little bit more continuity, Wiseman's healthy, uh, all that stuff. Like, I, I had to put him in the playoffs. I, again, I don't think they're a finals contender personally, but you got Steph Curry on your team. You're going to be dangerous. Agreed. Agreed. All right. And Dalton, let us know. We'll, we'll kind of push it on this time. No, we're good. Let's, let's keep running. We can get through this. <laughs> <clears throat> All right, uh, I'm gonna let Reese pick. What's the next award? What we doing?
1: Hmm, the next one. Let's do most improved. I like it. I like Who you, who's going first? I'll go first. Okay. Uh, my leader for the most improved player award is Michael Porter Jr. of the Denver <clears throat> Nuggets. Uh, I think that's the consensus for a lot of people around, like the media. Um, he's gonna have an enhanced role on offense as far as scoring and you know having the ball with Jamal Murray out Um, I'm not sure exactly how long Jamal Murray is gonna be out but it's a significant amount of time I think past the all-star break for Michael Porter Jr. to put up you know 20 plus points per game or so Uh, I think if he does that then he's probably the front runner for the award unless one of my alternates comes in and puts up a a similar performance.
0: Well, I, I had Michael Porter Jr. As, as one of my, you know, candidates on there, but uh, honestly, uh, I feel like Tyler Hero is going to get it. Hmm. Like, I I don't know. For some reason, he came out the other day and said that he thinks he deserves to be in the same conversations like Luca and Trey Young and all that, and I was just – my initial reaction was like, no, "No, that's that's not the case at all. You're, you're crazy. gonna you know, NBA is going to like have him do a drug test the next day <laughs> after they saw that. But uh, you know, I, I think he's better than than what he was last year. Though. Okay. Uh, I, I don't think it's sustainable what we saw from him in the bubble, but uh, I, I do think he will be a lot better than than what he was last season, and I think it'll it'll help the Miami Heat. Uh, go a lot higher in the eastern conference standing so uh, i i could see i can see him winning it i think michael porter jr that's a good pick i'd ha- probably have him second or you know like a 1a 1b situation there and then uh honestly i could see Kristaps porzingis getting his name in there um depending on how he plays now it's kind of hard to be a most improved player when you average almost 20 and 10 anyway uh, and he shot the ball pretty good last year too but like you know, with him fully healthy and him being more involved in the offense and being confident and everything, you know, if he takes that next step, uh, to being a true secondary star to Luca, then, you know, I could see him getting his name in there too.
2: Okay. I like it. I um I actually had a long list of candidates and I actually went and looked at everybody's stats from last year and did a process of elimination based on how much room they have to improve. I did not put Michael Porter Jr. on my list because of that, because he averaged 19 and seven last year. It's going to be kind of hard to, unless he just goes stupid and is all-star. Like I I couldn't see it. Uh, The same thing for KP. I was like, he's probably going to have a better year, but the voters, they're not looking at how they impact the game. They're looking at numbers. So if they look and see, you know, like you said, almost 20 and 10, you know, if he's 23 and 10 this year or 23 and 11 or something, they're not going to give it to him. So, I had to go to the bottom of the barrel. <clears throat> I went for guys that are going to be in bigger roles than they've ever been in their careers. Like, there's some guys that have been in big roles, fallen off, and come back. I eliminated them as well, because I don't know if they're going to consider them. So my most improved player, I got, no, I was kidding, Mo Bamba. <laughs> Mo Bamba. Most improved. I think that the the Mosley effect is going to win in Orlando. Mobamba looks like young KP in the preseason. Um, he averaged like eight or like six points and four rebounds or something like that last year. I think he's easily looking at close to a double double this year. And the way he's been blocking shots is insane. He might be a top five person in blocks per game. If he, and again, it's going to come down to his health honestly the game is there like I, I have no doubts about his game right now and they're playing him at the four with beside Wendell Carter which means less abuse on his body Mo Bamba's my my guy I, I'm, I'm I'm predicting a big year for him
0: I could see it I, I like Mo Bamba and uh it's one of those things where he's had the talent he has yeah. the physical tools and the talent and the potential <sighs> and all that but you know injuries have just kind of robbed him of uh really being able to take off but Based on what I saw from him in the in the preseason, I could definitely see him getting in there. That, that's a good one for sure. All right. You have thoughts.
1: <laughs> I mean, that's I, I wasn't expecting that to be honest. Uh, I think he'll improve. I just don't know if he'll take the kind of leap where it'll warrant uh, most improved. But we've seen crazier things happen to be honest. <laughs> so it, it's possible. <laughs> yeah. You want to go into your alternates, or you want me to do mine?
2: I can drop mine. I'll, I'll be quick about it.
1: Yeah. Um, I know he had a
2: horrible preseason uh, after being hyped up, but the hype still exists. The media is still expecting things. And if he does get it together in a regular season, he'll be on this list. Terrence Mann of the Los Angeles Clippers. Oh, wow. Um, huge in the playoffs last year and going to have an opportunity to to step up in the Kawhi void. So Again, Clippers are trying to do things. They're going to need somebody to show up, and I'm putting him as a candidate to, again, his numbers in the regular season weren't great, so he has a lot of room for showing improvement.
0: Whatever you guys do, do not tweet out anything saying that – or insinuating that Luca is better than Terrence Mann, <laughs> because Clippers Twitter will come to your neck. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> They they're they're not playing around. They are they are very passionate about Terrence Mann over there.
2: <laughs> God God bless them. Uh, God bless. <laughs> my last candidate is going to be Alexei Pokashevsky, the OKC Thunder. Young Giannis. No, skip. good. <laughs> he does a little you bit. You're deep
1: into the bottom of the.
2: <laughs> oh, oh, I had to. I'm, look, look, I went. I went and looked at. All right, who's going to be starting for team? All right, what were their numbers last year? Boom. Is he going to start? I think he's going to have a nice st- statistical year. I'm pretty sure. Who's starting in front of him? What position does he play? Whatever they want him to play. <laughs> I too think sharp. they have him penciled in a small forward.
1: Small forward. I like
0: Josh Giddy for OKC. Too. I was about
1: to say, I don't see him starting. Who, Giddy? You got Josh Giddy, Shea Gildress Alexander, Lou Dortz, Darius Baisley. I don't
0: even know. I, don't what- know. I, think, I think Roby plays the five. <laughs> What'd you say, Dalton? I said I don't even know what position Giddy is. I just like I want yeah. to make a skew. <laughs> yeah,
2: I mean, he, I like kind of a Luca situation. Exactly, he's kind of like a big wing guard type of thing. Mm-hmm. So I think they have a lot of hybrid type players. So I think they're gonna mix and match. But even if he's coming off the bench, he's he he is what he is. He does what he does. I think he's looking at double figure scoring. Uh, eight or so rebounds cup few assists a couple blocks a steal something like that like I, I, he just does everything and he's just a weird freaky person character type deal um he's fun to watch so I, again uh, hype and again the statistical room for improvement is what i was looking for those are my three
1: okay i'll go into my uh alternates um uh, my other one kevin porter jr uh the houston rockets uh one of the teams I'm looking forward to uh, watching. We saw what he did in small increments last year when he got traded there. Now I believe, in my opinion, he's going to be the starting point guard. I can't see any scenario where he isn't. Oh yeah. Um, <clears throat> so I think he's going to ball out in Houston. And that's really going to be a bad team. He's going to have all the opportunity to do whatever he wants to do. And my uh my other one is OG Onanobi. I think OG Onanobi is going to do very well for the Toronto Raptors. I think he's due for uh for a leap this year as long as he stays healthy uh not sure how well toronto was going to be but uh the future is bright as long as he can take a you know a leap especially on offense because the defense is already
0: there right Okay. do you ready to give your alternates well yeah I, uh mine was uh uh like i said michael porter jr he, he was one of mine right. yeah uh, mm-hmm. and then uh or oh, he forgot what I said. Hold on just a second. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember okay. Michael Porter Jr. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So Michael Porter Jr., uh, Tyler Heroes who I think will end up winning it. I I just I just for some reason, and I can't even explain it, but I just I feel like he's gonna have the type of year that's gonna really propel Miami after adding Kyle Lowry and uh based on him not having the greatest Season last year compared yeah. to what he did in the bubble, I think. I think uh, winning it, and then, like I said, I could see KP uh getting his oh, back yeah. In there. He oh, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. But like you said, it's hard, it, it's hard to you know see him winning it because unless he just goes, unless he becomes like a 25 26 point per game guy, averaging 12 rebounds and like three or four blocks a game. <laughs> Then he's in an MVP conversation. <laughs> right.
2: <laughs> exactly. And I I, think, I, could,
0: I could see him improving and, you know, just kind of being
2: on that radar. Okay. I like it. I like it. Um, and I, the one thing I was going to touch on with Reese, you know, Kevin Porter Jr. is my dude. Only reason I didn't have him on my list is because he averaged 16 points a game last year too. So I think, he'd average, I think he'll average more. I think he's going
1: 20-something. I think he's going 20.
0: I, yeah. I, should we Should we have Jalen Brunson on this list? For most approve I
1: don't. That's all I'll say. What,
0: what did he average last year? Uh, 12 points per game? Yes.
2: Uh, let me look it up. I have it right here. 12.6 points, three and a half boards, three and a half
1: assists. Yeah,
0: okay, yeah, maybe not.
1: All I'll say is there's a reason I don't have <laughs> Jalen Brunson on this list. Okay, Dalton. That's all I'll say.
2: Uh, what, what's the next award if, if we're still going, if we're moving forward? All right, uh...
0: Defensive Player of the Year.
1: This was the Uh, toughest one for me. Crank me the
0: can. I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I I think Giannis is going to win this award Mm. yet again. Uh, I just think he's he's just hard. And if he doesn't win it, I think Gobert is going to come back and and take it from him too. But uh, no, I've got my. I think Giannis is going to win it. just to give you, I'm, I'm basically just gonna go ahead and give you my finalist for it, but I think it's going to be Giannis yeah, i and uh, and
3: <laughs> Okay.
0: Okay. Yep.
2: very, very respectable. Uh, pass it. Who's going next?
1: I mean, I'll go next simply okay. because we literally have the same three in the um, same order. <laughs> um, No, not in the same order. Okay. I have Rudy first. Um, Bam second and Giannis third. Uh, I was gonna put Bam first, but it's just they don't. <clears throat> the media doesn't do the Defensive Player of the Year award the way they do MVP. They're perfectly fine with giving a dude Defensive Player of the Year like three years in a row. Yes. So I can see Giannis getting. I think this is his second repeat with the award. I mean, not Giannis. Rudy uh, yeah. would be his. second. Yeah, he's, he was he's the, won the
2: last two. I think.
1: Yeah, if he was no, he won the last one. And before Giannis oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I don't know. Either way he has, he, I'm pretty sure he has three because he has came, three.
2: It came up in the GOAT series rankings.
1: Okay. Spoiler. He has three. He's uh, not in, he's
2: not on the list. Oh, good. He has three. <laughs>
1: <laughs> this will be his fourth one. I can't see in his if you have three finalists for Defensive Player of the Year and Rudy's not on it, you need to redo your list. Yeah, I was gonna <laughs> kick you
2: off the podcast if that occurred. Um. <laughs> But uh, I'll, I'll go ahead and drop mine. I'm not even going to be dramatic about it. I had Gobert winning as well. Uh, Giannis second and Draymond third just because of narratives.
1: That's fair. Draymond was a finalist last year, so why not? Yeah.
2: But I think the the Jazz won't get love for other categories, so they're going to just give Rudy defensive player of the year when they dominate again during the regular season.
0: <laughs> People can say what they want about Draymond Green. That's one thing that he is, he is always elite at. Mm-hmm. Playing defense. so yeah. i i could definitely see him getting there, getting in there too especially if the if the warriors do as good as what a lot of people mm-hmm. are hyping them up as but yeah. i just i'm just not a tie on them like i said earlier mm-hmm. all right
2: uh my it's my turn right yep uh let's let's do six man of the year um hmm. and i'm gonna start i have Jalen Brunson win a six man of the year
0: okay Same. (laughs) Same. (laughs) This looks bad right now. This looks so bad right now. (laughs) And look, I I don't even know. Hold on. Uh, Well, no, it's not going to work. But anyway, I I literally have it written down in my notes on my phone. Jalen Brunson, Jordan Clarkson, Terrence Mann. (laughs) That was the
1: reason that I said I didn't have Jalen Brunson the most improved because I have him winning six man of the year.
2: I expected that. I expected yeah. that.
0: And I'm going to go yeah. ahead and – I had Jordan Clarkson second on my list as well. Like, again, yeah, I, I expected – I saw enough from Jalen Brunson in the preseason. Like, his, his first step is quicker. Uh, his his shot looks as good as it's ever been. Uh, some of these passes he's throwing mm-hmm. to guys. Stuff we – I mean, he, he's – I mean, he averages three assists a game, so he's obviously passed in the past. But yeah. – I mean, some of this stuff he's doing right now is stuff we haven't seen as much from him before. I think he's ready for a, a breakout year. It's a contract year, too, so you know he's, mm-hmm. he's going to bag. Contract season.
1: year, NBA players become all-stars, man. And, look, he
2: looks stronger, too. Like, I don't know if he's been in the weight room or what, but he looks stronger. Um, and I think the the passing, what we're going to see his assists probably get to at least five mm-hmm. because the offense is different. There's more motion. Yep what was happening is he was coming in with these dudes that can't dribble and they're just standing around and he's having to do all the dribbling. And I mean, if nobody's moving, how are you going to get to pass the ball to people? So uh, I still think he does have a little bit of trouble with the pick and roll with the size of NBA defenders, but with more cutting and stuff like that, he's going to have more opportunities to hit guys on the roll. So I'm excited for his season. Uh, and I think that that's going to be a big factor for us as far as getting to a top four
1: seat. I give him about a sixteen five and. in two or three season that's that's pretty big (laughs) i think that's enough to win six minutes yeah yeah Yeah. Yeah. especially Um, with his percentages his shooting percentages yeah
0: i love the way the offense is looking by the way i mean i look i don't know i don't know i don't know if it's more jason kidd or if it's more igor kostov or uh you know just the entire coaching staff as a whole but whatever it is I, i i've really enjoyed how it's looked so far i think it's i think it's better for this particular team, and especially keeping KP engaged and all that, good stuff. Yeah.
1: Did you exactly. give all of your finalists bibs, or just? Uh, said I I think I gave I, I
0: acknowledged
2: Clarkson was my second, my third. Right. I'm I'm buying into the hype on on Jordan Pool for
1: the third one. That's the sleeper. That's a good one. That's a good one. That's a good one. Um, mine. Uh, I have Jalen Brunson winning the award. Um, my second one is someone that Dalton mentioned for most improved, which is Tyler Hero. Uh, I think Tyler Hero is going to be, I think, the X Factor uh, for the Miami Heat team, coming off the bench uh, along with Victor Oladipo, but Tyler Hero is my... Uh, I forgot they had
2: Oladipo. Like,
1: it's, it's, <laughs> it's crazy over there. <laughs> but uh, And my third is Dark Rose. I think Ooh. Dark Rose... Well, <clears throat> at first I was like Dark Rose slash Kimball Walker, because I'm not sure who's starting, but I'm pretty sure Kimball Walker is going to... Yeah, start moving forward I think Derrick Rose is much more comfortable off the bench I think he should have been uh, in the finalists last year to be honest Uh, but yeah I think I I like the Knicks this year honestly and I think Derrick Rose is going to be a big part of that as long as he can stay healthy which he has been doing so yeah those are my finalists
2: yeah, and this was another award where I had a super long list, and then after I did my standings, that's how I chose who to put on there. Hero was one of the guys I had. Like, I'm really <laughs> high on him off the bench. I think it's less pressure for him, and he'll just be able to come out and let it fly, which is what he should be doing. So uh, I think we, we have one award left, right? Yep. Rookie of the year. You going first? Who's going first? So, uh, anybody want to keep theirs tight to the vest? We want to shock the world?
1: I got Jalen Green. Jalen Green. Jalen Green is my leader. Uh, his ability to score the ball, I think, is going to uh, appeal more to the media, uh, the people who vote on these awards. We know what they like to see. We know what the narratives are most of the time. Uh, he's got a chip on his shoulder. That's another narrative. Uh, he, <laughs> he's he got everything in his corner right now. All he has to do is perform, and I don't really see any reason why he won't. So Jalen Green is my
0: leader for rookie of the year. Okay. Um, don't make go, go ahead. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> all right. So I think, I mean, I think Jalen Green's going to be great. He's he's one of my finalists for this, but uh, I, I'm kind of going with the dark horse here, Scotty Barnes. Ooh, that's uh, a good one. I I think he'll end up winning Rookie of the Year just based on, you know, not just his individual stats and everything, but I think the Raptors will end up higher in the standings in the East than. Uh, than what the Rockets will in the West, and I think that'll have a, a say in that too. But I really like what I saw out of him from preseason. He uh, he looks like the real deal. He's good.
2: Yeah, I think this is a this rookie class is good, and yeah. there there a lot of rookies going to be doing good things. And it's one of the things I'm kind of excited about this year, very excited about. Um, let me see here. So my rookie of the year, I did have Jalen Green also. Uh, just because I think the opportunity to get buckets is there. He's flashy. He talks, all that good stuff. Um, my second, I had Evan Mobley. Uh, I think he's going to have a good year as well. Clavaliers are going to suck. He's going to get plenty of opportunities to go out there and put up stats. Uh, as the lone, well, not really lone, but as the the big man representative for the rookie class, rebounds are going to make his stats look great. Um, so if he's like 30, you know, 15 and nine or 10 and and Jalen Green's like 18 and six or whatever, that a a voter looking at their stat sheets is gonna gonna like that. Uh, And my third is my dark horse, uh, Jared Butler. Um, I double checked the jazz depth chart. He's pretty much the backup point guard. Uh, He's not a child, he is an older uh, rookie I think he's just gonna have great opportunities he's a baller he's the Jalen Brunson type when you think about how Jalen came in and was ready to go day one I think Butler is in that position as well he's gonna be on the best team in the league in a big role so lots of uh, eyes on him so that's my that's my dark horse that's my third
1: um okay uh my second finalist is Kate Cunningham um I feel like I don't need to go into why Kate Cunningham is a finalist, right? Yeah, I don't. Um, <laughs> my third finalist is Josh Giddey, uh, of the Oklahoma City Thunder. I really like his game. Uh, I like the young talent that Oklahoma has over there. Like you mentioned with the Cavs, they're going to suck unless they have uh, a great season like they did two years ago with CP3. But um, I really like – he has – even though they're a bad team, First of all, I like his ability to play make, but he also has talent around him. You know, playmaking doesn't mean jack shit if you don't got talent around you. You got guys like Shea Gildress, alexander Lou Dortz, Darius Baisley. Uh they got a veteran center in Derek Favors. Uh they got a lot of talent over there. I like what they're doing. Uh I don't expect them to win it just especially not over those two, but that's just my dark horse.
0: Okay? Yeah, and I've got a uh, like I said, I I really, and maybe I'm wrong. I I know it's a dark horse thing, but I I do have Scotty Barnes first, and then uh, underneath him I've got uh, Jalen Green, and then Cade Cunningham. So okay, uh, so you
2: you put the dark horse first. You were willing to put yourself I, on like the I, line?
0: Yeah, I really think that Toronto's going to end up being better than what a lot of people think,
3: mm-hmm.
0: uh, especially if they keep Goran Dragic at least until the trade deadline. Uh, and I mean I don't. <laughs> uh, given given how that situation has turned out with him in Toronto, and then based on uh, what Mark Cuban recently said about you know how the stance has changed, they don't really think they need as much. Uh, they don't need another secondary ball handler as much as they did before because the offense has changed so much from what it was from Rick Carlisle to what it is now for Jason Kidd. Uh, I, I think uh, I think they'll end up keeping Goran Dragic and. Uh, I, I definitely don't think they'll trade him or, or I mean, trade him. I definitely don't think they'll buy him out anymore. Oh, no. yeah, if, no. if, if they can trade him for something, then by all means, But I, I think they'll end up keeping him and they'll be better than what a lot of people think. Okay. I, I like it. I like it a lot. Uh,
2: you did say you're going to have to take off. I don't want to hold you hostage. We already kept you for over an hour. Mm-hmm. So uh, I do want to thank you, first of all, for coming on the pod. Definitely Absolutely. always enjoy speaking with you about basketball uh, anything you need to say before you go?
0: No, I, I appreciate it, Bibbs, Reese uh, had a lot of fun. We'll definitely have to do it, you know, again in the future. And absolutely, uh, you know, just I, I think we're all excited for this new Mavs season. I think it's going to be a really fun one, and uh, you know, it's going to be a long week next week waiting for Thursday <laughs> night. But, yeah, I think it'll be worth the wait. It's going. You know, we couldn't have asked for a better opening night matchup, in my opinion. Trey versus Luca and prime time, uh, baby. You know, Mavs' Twitter and Hawks' Twitter, I'm sure they'll be, you know, cordial and, you know, really respectful and everything. I'm sure we won't have any kind of, uh, <laughs> any, uh, any kind of beef going on, but I'm excited, y'all. I, I think it's going to be a great year, and I do appreciate appreciate y'all having me on. We'll have to do it again. Yes,
1: yes definitely, definitely. definitely. We appreciate you coming on. Thank you for giving us your time, brother, even though we went over a little bit.
0: Uh,
2: we'll We'll take another break here. And then uh, we'll come back in and get into the the standings and playoffs. I know y'all want to hear that. Another week of the NFL season means another shot to win big at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers can bet just $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. The last 0-0 tie in the NFL was in 1943, so I'd say this is a no-brainer. If Sportsbook isn't available in your state yet, DraftKings won't leave you empty-handed. Everyone can play for huge cash prizes all season long with DraftKings Daily Fantasy Sports Contest. DraftKings is giving all new customers a free shot at millions of dollars in total prizes with their first deposit. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TBPN. Throw down $1 on any NFL game and win $100 in free bets if either team scores a point. That's promo code TBPN this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, New Jersey, Indiana, or Pennsylvania only. New customers only. Minimum $5 deposit and $1 wager required. One one per customer. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. All right, all right, all right. Our guest has left us. Um, I think he and his wife had some plans. I'm not married, I don't have those type of problems. Same. Uh, so
1: <laughs> the bachelor pod is back. Uh, <laughs> 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 Was that off the top of your head, man? Yes, sir. Okay, uh, <laughs> uh,
2: first of all, favorite league pass squad. So I did cop the league pass. Mm-hmm. Uh, podcast money is paying for that league pass That's how i am justified it in my head Because that's a nice little hefty ticket To come out your bank account But uh Favorite league pass what
1: well, You know what I'll talk about that I was like you know what that actually makes sense Why not just take the podcast money and get like a I don't even know if they have shared league pass accounts, like what two people can be in at once.
2: I definitely looked into it. I saw that you could have two people on, but I don't know if they do like the geographic thing that some sites do, where like if you're watching in Baltimore and I'm watching in South Carolina, they're gonna like kick one of us out. Oh,
3: okay.
2: So I didn't want to take that risk. Uh, But we definitely that definitely did cross my mind. We'll do it for something else. Yeah. Um, But favorite league pass squad for me, I'm just gonna. I mean, you know, I'm a Dame guy, so Portland automatically. And then the two former Carlisle assistants, Mosley in Orlando, definitely going to be watching that squad. And uh, Silas in Houston, I'm definitely going to be watching that that team as well. I love the young talent in the league.
1: Um, The league pass teams for me, I know you mentioned Portland, but I don't see Portland as a league pass team because they get a lot of national TV games. So for me, I have the Houston Rockets as one. Like you said, nice young team. I love seeing young teams. Uh, I I think they're going to have a lot of good offense over there with Jalen Green, Kevin Porter Jr., um, Christian Wood. Uh, I like the young potential over there. Another one, which is kind of tough for me to watch on League Pass, the Washington Wizards. Uh, I can't watch Washington Wizards home games because blackout restrictions. Idiots. But I can watch away games, uh, and I am going to enjoy watching that team. It's a team I have high hopes for. And um, I have two more. I have the Indiana Pacers. I have the Uh Indiana Pacers, a team that I think is going to be a winning team, just obviously they're not getting a lot of national television um, exposure. Okay. And a team I'm sure would have been on your league pass team if they were not local, the Charlotte Hornets.
2: I was Uh, literally going to say, like, I only didn't put them there because blackouts.
1: Yeah, blackouts. So, yeah. Um Charlotte Hornets once again you see a pattern here nice young team talent fun to watch but you won't see on TV often so uh dark yeah. horses the Chicago Bulls but I expect them to get some mm-hmm. games on TV so oh yeah
2: oh yeah I, if they're not on TV then the league is doing something wrong he's um, already doing something wrong the league definitely doing something wrong I can't believe, <laughs> I can't believe how long they're letting this uh Valley sports situation keep people from watching their home teams.
1: Yeah, I don't understand that Bally Sports bullcrap, man. The con- they literally had just signed the contract before
2: uh, they made this decision to not work with the streaming services. So the NBA is kind of stuck, I think, in that situation, which for like another few years before that contract expires. Um, so that's, that's annoying as an NBA fan, and it's part of why the NBA can't be what the NFL is, because they don't make their games accessible to people in the markets. It's stupid almost it's
1: dumb as hell yeah i, I... literally every sunday the ravens are playing ravens game is going to be on tv and
2: that doesn't help me as a ravens fan who's not in the local market it but doesn't if help i was in that market either if i was in that market i would expect to be able to see my team it is the dumbest thing ever to not have local fans be able to see the team on television i don't know if are they saying that every person within the area is supposed to be able to drive to the game like what? Are, what are you saying it's, it's, do I'm you sorry. have
1: the, um, the Yahoo Sports app? <clears throat> uh, no. Every Sunday on the Yahoo Sports app, they'll have like, uh, three or four games from that day for the NFL that you can just watch for free streaming live or live. Like you can watch them on the app on your phone, live streaming. Good to There's different like games that. every week. Sometimes I get lucky and there's a Saints game. If they don't, I use, um, <clears throat> streams. But uh, yeah, <laughs> the Yahoo Sports app. If you're an NFL fan and you do not have it, get it. It comes in handy. Trust me.
2: They are not a sponsor, so I'm gonna cut that out of the podcast. Though. Yeah, do that.
1: <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, well, I can. I'll look into it. I see. And this is uh, this is a pro tip for the podcasters that are listening. If, if if a brand comes to my mind that I regularly use or interact with, I will see if I can find if they sponsor podcast. Mm-hmm. Reach out. out absolutely, just something to keep in mind. I
1: doubt, I, doubt I, 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 if you know I, you I, like I something a, or you
2: use something often, go to their website. I doubt we that's a, a big one, so yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> that one, yeah, that would be that would be a tough one to sell. I might be able to, I've been lucky with putting my Twitter information mm-hmm. out there, my statistics, and all that. With like, I got Alamo Draft house um, and a couple streaming services i think alamo
1: drive house is a big one and you had fandango too right when you were doing the movie. yeah i have
2: fandango now it's now voodoo uh they merged or whatever oh, wow i didn't know that voodoo and fandango merged and actually i need to switch my account over they told me but <laughs> but yeah that's another one i have on i don't push them enough I'm, I'm, i mean to but i don't um <clears throat> but again that's just all i mean i'm sure you can do it you got a pretty big following on twitter as well so uh Pro tip, I I would that's what we're here for. I'm I'm here to share, I'm not here to hide the knowledge, I'm here to share the knowledge. Because if all of us, if if I flourish, I want other people to flourish too. We can Um, all eat, enough food at the table, everybody eats paid in full. No, it's all right, anyway. Uh, (laughs) come on, man. (laughs) Uh, but no, let me download that ad while it's on my mind, real quick. Is it Yahoo Sports Watch now? Yep, watch live NFL. I don't need a subscription or
1: anything. Uh, do you have a Yahoo? Like, do you have a Yahoo? I have a Yahoo in? account. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I'm pretty sure you could just log in with you that. Don't but you don't pay anything. You don't pay anything.
2: Uh, I'm definitely doing that because uh, the Chargers game is not on TV here this weekend. So
1: I can't guarantee. They don't show every game. They I, just, it's certain games that they show. You can check choose, right now. If they don't, don't choose
2: right. that one, I'm going to be upset. I'm gonna
1: <laughs> like, I, it's going to be you? like, oh, wow, this app trash. First week I got it.
2: Exactly. Because this is all I wanted for right now. So how the hell did we get off topic
1: i don't know man <laughs> we had a
2: guest we stayed on topic as soon as the guest was gone we just started right, talking it happens it. it's like <laughs> it's like all game. right
1: you know we ain't got to be as professional now let's get off topic but <laughs> back to the topic man back to the topic
2: back to the top what was the topic we we did be uh league pass teams right
1: yes so oh, that's, that's how
2: we got off topic
1: um, i believe we're moving into playoffs now Hey guys, so
2: (laughs) if this audio sounds a little different, it's because I have to interject. Uh, Before Dalton left, he did give us his league pass team, so I'm going to plug that audio here. And then we'll get into the next topic.
0: Uh, I love what the Chicago Bulls did over the offseason. I don't don't think they're going to be very good defensively, but offensively they're going to be extremely fun. Uh, I, I caught a couple of their preseason games and I was just like, yeah, this is going to be one of my, uh, one of my okay. league teams. <laughs> yep. Let's see. What are you most excited
1: about this season? Just one thing that's just on your mind. What am I most excited about this? Season? And if you're
2: not ready, I'll drop mine.
1: Parody. Honestly. Ooh. Okay. Um, outside of the Brooklyn Nets. Um, and to be quite honest, if Kyrie ain't playing, obviously mm-hmm. James Harden and Katie is still an insane duo to have in the league but they're beatable because they don't have much depth on the team so and even the lakers uh the lakers i think are a great team they have three arguable superstars if you want to count westbrook as a superstar still now but i think they're a beatable team in the playoffs i don't think they're unstoppable so uh like i said i just recently did the um the standings we did one through 15 for each conference one of my podcast podcasts, and it was tough for me because I had to leave teams, mainly in the East, out of the playoffs that I felt like could be playoff teams. And yeah. even with the West, it was hard as far as ranking top the stacks. Yeah, like the top eight, to be honest. Mm-hmm. Uh, the top eight was tough for me. Like, not who was in the top eight, but how it ranked. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. I think, like, as far as the NBA, this is the most wide open it's ever been. Like I've been in the spaces and I've told people, if you don't have league pass, this year is the league to get. This year is the year to get league pass because the league is going to be so much fun this year, man. Every so night, much fun.
2: Every night, there's going to be four or five games coming down to the wire.
1: Facts, and and you can argue there isn't a team where you say oh, I don't want to watch them. It's not going to be fun. But even the bad teams are exciting, like because eh, maybe Detroit. You don't like Detroit? No, I like Detroit. Kate Cunningham. So Jeremy, so yeah, they got, Kate C- they yeah, yeah, yeah. got
2: they got some stuff going on. Yeah,
1: <clears throat> Sadiq Bay, Sadiq Isaiah Bay. Stewart, Isaiah Stewart. You're right. Yeah, absolutely. yeah. They, right.
2: Like even th- they're not sexy. I think they they did they recently did a rebrand. I think so. That's not going to work. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what it is about them. They, they maybe they need some personalities. I
1: don't, they I don't keep know. rebranding the logo and it looks the exact same. I don't understand.
2: <laughs> uh, but we'll get into that uh, the standings in just a second. But What I'm most excited about, kind of similar, but the new guys and new situations. So Zach Levine hasn't had a chance to really shine. I think this year, the team, they got him some depth. They got him a point guard. I think they have a really good chance of being a playoff threat. And we'll get to see what he does on a big stage. Uh, Vucevic, a guy who's played for a bottom feeder for a long time. Like, how's he going to react to now being on a team with some expectations? DeMar DeRozan has been in purgatory since he got sent up from Toronto. Watched his team win a ring without him. And now he's back in a situation where, you know, he, he might be thinking about doing some damage in the playoffs. So that Bulls team, I'm very excited to see how they come together. Just a lot of guys that have been hungry for a long time. Mm-hmm. Um, healthy Portland team. Again, I, I've been on this Portland thing for years now. They're better than what they've... Even last year, they tied with us they tied with, who was it, us and the Lakers? Yeah. We all tied for fifth.
1: Mm-hmm. Well, it was
2: close.
3: Yeah, I'm pretty title, sure we
2: ended up tying. Close. I think okay. it ended up being a three-way tie. Okay. <clears throat> but NERC was out for 35 games. That's half the season. CJ McCollum was out for 25 games. <clears throat> Norman Powell came in. He had to get acclimated. To If they can stay healthy, they are way better than what we've seen. And that's really the key. If they can stay healthy, they're way better than what we've seen. I think Larry Nance is a sneaky pickup. So I'm excited to see a healthy Portland team. And hopefully, hopefully, Dane can, can make some noise this year. I'm, lean, I'm all in on, on this for for the for Portland. I'm ready to see the new Knicks. I'm ready to see splashy Giannis and the Mavs, man. I'm excited about the Mavs. It's a new regime. I don't know what to expect. And that that's exciting to me.
1: That's the first time in a long time. Man. Oh, yeah um shall we move forward
2: yeah whichever right.
1: conference you want to do first it's up to you
2: so you said you didn't have any new or surprise all-stars i'm gonna drop mine I'll Okay. Do it quickly um in the east i have john collins as a sneaky all-star mm. pick i think he can ride those trey young coattails because i think the hawks are going to do really well this year mm. uh i have kp riding in on lucas coattails that's a good one as well um i think he's a new man i have cj McCollum. Finally, finally, oh wow! Breaking through, riding on Dame's coattails, and then my last one, and this was tough. This was really, really tough. This is this. There's gonna, there's a lot is gonna have to happen for this to occur, and I probably shouldn't even have made this selection. I think John ja Morant is a sneaky guy that, if the the oh, Grizzlies wow. perform, I think he's gonna get some votes, and I think he's very likable. So that's fair. Um, <clears throat> I could definitely see John ja sneaking in with that last spot, even it's if tough it's in the West place. with the
1: with the guards, but. Yeah. That's fair. But even if it's an injury replacement, I I, I would like that for y'all. Okay. That's Okay. Let's get these standards going. All right. Where are we starting?
2: You want to start from the bottom up? Because I think I said just go through the play-in. So we can do play-in, yeah. east Easter. I meant
1: like, okay, bottom up, and you want to do east and west? Yeah. Okay. So that means I start with number 10, correct? Yes. All right. So do I go through my whole, or do we go back and forth? Let's
2: what just do the play-in else? first, and then we'll go back.
1: Got you. All right, so for me, uh, at my number ten, I have the Washington Wizards, which was one of my uh, league past teams. Mm -hmm. Um, I've when I made this list for the podcast, I was going back and forth because initially, throughout you know the off season after they Mm -hmm. made the moves they did, I had them actually in the playoffs, not the play in. Like, Mm -hmm. but after looking at the teams that are in the East, I couldn't justify. (laughs) just having them as a lock. So uh, whether they get through in the play-in or not, I'm not sure. Um, I expect them to finish like around 500, maybe three games over 500. Uh, I don't really think there's going to be teams in the playoffs or fighting for playoff spots in the East this year that are under 500, honestly. Even Um, in play-in? Even in play-in, yes. Okay. Um, Number nine, I have the Indiana Pacers. uh, Another team that I wanted to put higher, but I can't justify <laughs> it with the teams in the East. Uh, I love the talent on this team. I think Rick Carlisle was great for this position. They got a nice veteran coach. Uh, I, lo- I can't wait to see how he uses DeMontis Sabonis, who is one of my favorite players in the league, underrated big in his league. Uh, Malcolm Brogdon, uh, Justin Holiday, TJ Warren, Jeremy Lamb, Karis LeVert, Miles Turner. Uh, Chris Duarte, who is like the perfect rookie for Rick Carlisle because he's older. Like, dude's like 24, 25 years old. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. um, Indiana Pacers at nine. At number eight, I have Philadelphia 76. (laughs) Wee. Hot take, hot take. Put the mittens on, baby. Uh, I I didn't want to put them this low because I didn't want the optics to be like, oh, you think the Pacers, I'm at the Sixers, are going to be bad. Because the eighth seed in the East is usually looked at as bad. Mm-hmm. The eighth seed in the West is usually looked at like, damn, this team is good, but it's just too much talent. Yeah. I don't think the Sixers are gonna be that typical eighth seed for the um for the East. I think they are gonna be that eighth seed that's like, Hey man, we could take the one seed to six games, mm-hmm. you know, if we really want to. Um, whether that's gonna be with Ben Simmons or not, I have no idea. <laughs> I give up predicting that, but Either way, I think they'll uh, be—without Ben Simmons, I think they'll be the eighth seed. Uh, Okay. Number number seven. This is big. I have the Miami Heat. Ooh-wee. Now, I said earlier that the X Factor for the Heat, I think it's going to be Tyler Hero and Victor Oladipo off the bench. But I'm not going with what-ifs. I'm going with what I feel. (laughs) And I feel Kyle Lowry is not that big of an upgrade. For this team to be in the top three or four in the East, not with the talent and the teams that's in the East. Uh, That's going to sound crazy considering the teams I have over to some people, but it's just my opinion. So, OK, on to you, brother.
2: So, first of all, let me first say. I'm glad I'm doing this podcast with you. <laughs>
1: Don't tell me we got the... <laughs> because we're, we're on very similar pages.
2: It may not be okay. the exact same, but we're on a lot of similar pages. And I did the same thing where, you know, in my head, when people... Like, I, you might have seen me in the spaces the other day. I was like, why are people sleeping on this team, et cetera, so forth. I got them higher, But then when I sat down with it, like I said, okay. I went game by game. Who's playing who? And those things matter because a lot of these teams are close together. And if you're mm-hmm. playing a tougher schedule than somebody... You're gonna lose more games. This is what it comes down to. So, uh, let's let's get into it. I'm, I'm gonna stop stalling. So, first of all, and there are teams that are lower on these lists, East and West, than I expected when I sat down to do what mm-hmm. I did. Right. So, first of all, in the East, at the ten, I have the Pacers. You already covered everything about the Pacers. I think that they they slide in at that ten spot. I actually have their record because I, I wrote out the records and everything. Like I I, I did the work. I have actually... going to lie.
1: I know you are uh, you, you know you get deep into that. I didn't I didn't do that much. Mainly because when I made this list, I was doing forever. it with two other people. So like yeah, yeah. yeah I didn't want to make the podcast too long.
2: It took forever. So I do have them below 500, right. but again, okay. there's going to be a lot of top heaviness. Uh so them at the 10th seat. At the 9 I have did I not write it here? Hold on. Oh, yeah, there we go. I actually have the Knicks at the nine wow. okay wow um and again i did not expect that when i sat down i have them a game below or they they're 40 and 42 is where i have them coming out they're in a tough division and i think that's what the problem is they're that's in there so with true. boston they're in there with brooklyn they're in there with the with uh philly yeah you're right and it's just that's just a lot of in washington meat. right no washington's in uh atlanta's division Okay. But I have that that division ends up with four teams in the playoffs, basically, or in the playoff play-in situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're the toughest division in the East, or deepest, I should say. I won't say toughest, the, the deepest. So, <clears throat> and again, Toronto is the last team in that division. So, oh, okay, gotcha. Yeah. So again, <laughs> I just felt like they're they're just gonna have a rough rough matchups, and then um, the eight, the team you mentioned, the Washington Wizards uh i I like bradley beal feel like he's really coming to his own i respect the hell out of him for wanting to stay in washington even though they slightly did him wrong in certain ways they're trying now yeah and you have to reward the the effort and they're we don't know what the conversations that he's having with them behind the scenes i want i like the i want the wizards to be good uh they they deserve to be good i like Rui hachimura I like Kyle Kuzma getting a new shot. I like Thomas Bryant being healthy, Daniel Gaffer. Like they have a lot of weapons. The only reason I have them as the eight is because that's mostly inexperienced talent. Mm-hmm. Um, but again, I do have them at the eight seed. And then finally, the seven is Miami Heat because of the same stuff you said. I just, I can't, I can't see it. I can't put them above some of these other teams. Um, I If I'm wrong, I'm wrong. I've been very wrong before, but it was hard for me to sit down and put them above other teams. Uh, I do have them at 44 and 38. That's a very respectable record. Yeah, absolutely. It's just a lot of talent in the East now. It's not the same East that your, that you, your big brother grew up with. That I grew up with.
1: <laughs> that we both
2: grew up I with. I can't even say that your big brother grew up with. Yeah. I, I am the big brother. Mike. <laughs> Un- Uncle
1: Mike over here. So. Oh, my God. Uncle Mike. <laughs> All right. so uh, West. West.
2: Mine is very controversial, so I'm
1: going to let I'm gonna let you go first. Oh, man. Oh, Lord. Okay. <clears throat> At number 10, I have the Sacramento Kings. Okay. Uh, I think this team, they were in this position. If the, if the play-in was implemented, I think, two, three seasons ago, they would have been in this position. Mm-hmm. If I remember correctly, back when Dave Yeager was the coach, Uh Dave Yeager was relieved of his duties, and Luke Walton was bought in, and he decided to slow down the offense when you have – arguably the uh, best point guard in the league who's the fastest with like the fastest point guard in the league with the ball in his hands running a slow offense is just idiotic but this team has so much talent bro it's just the sacramento kings organization is trash and they, they they've been trash uh and hopefully they don't continue to be trash hopefully the talent can overcome that i can see them being in the 10th spot yeah. Number nine, i have new orleans uh simply because of zion and Bi. like you have two all-star caliber talents like that actually no like literally two (laughs) all-stars um yeah literally two all-stars not caliber talent they've Mm -hmm. made it together uh it's not much left on that team I think giving up Lonzo Ball and then getting Devontae Graham for a first round pick was a terrible move I think getting uh Jonas Valanciunas is gonna be good you know he can hit the three space the floor a bit but he's not a floor spacing big going to the three isn't his you know main playing style it's just something added on to his playing style that he can also do Uh, (laughs) they have some young talent that hopefully can step up and help them but I think the ceiling for them is an eighth seed but I got them at nine Um, at number eight I have the Los Angeles Clippers Um, I think they're gonna be I didn't want to put them in the play-in. I thought they would finish higher because I thought PG would have an MVP-like season. But looking at the team as a whole, uh, yeah, the small sample size in the playoffs where they played well without Kawhi was good. But I don't know if that's going to carry over into a full-fledged season when you're going up against all of these stacked teams uh, in the East and West. Um, to be quite honest, the only go-to guy you have is Paul George so it's going to mm-hmm. be on Tyron Lue to do great things with this offense I like guys like Terrence Mann I still like Eric Bledsoe believe it or not uh, I like guys like Marcus Morris uh, I'm forgetting some people on the team Reggie sure. Reggie yeah Reggie Jackson but these aren't like a hey, go get me a bucket type of guys so it's going to be on PG to put the team on his back man and uh, number okay. 7 got the Portland Trailblazers it. <laughs> <Three>. <laughs> I think this is going to be a 50 win team. I just think, you know, it's so tough. It's so tough in the West, man, that they're, they're pro- I wouldn't be surprised if they finish in the top five. But I personally have them fall into number seven. Uh, yeah. Will they get out of the play in? I expect them to because from seven through ten, there are leaps and bounds better than all of those teams. And, you know, gotcha. I think it's a gap. So I don't think they're going to be at risk of being eliminated in the play-in unless a miracle game happens. But, yeah, uh, yeah, that's my play-in teams. And I think that
2: that's where the the play-in makes things complicated because you you don't want to think of a team as a play-in team, but that five, six, seven range, four, yeah. five, six, seven, it's tough. Like somebody has to be above the others. So right. it happened to the Lakers last year. <laughs> the Lakers were in the play-in, so. Uh, it, 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 there's a little room for error now with uh, the play era. And I'm actually upset because we did it again. Oh, where God. <clears throat> what I thought was going to be controversial may not end up being as controversial as it's expected. So let's get it. In the West, I have the Clippers as my 10 seed. Oh, wow. That's a little... Okay. Right. Um, and they fell victim to the same thing the Knicks did. They're in a ridiculous division. That's I have true. all... Well, I'm not even going to... I'm not... I almost spoiled it. yeah. know uh, what? It's not a spoiler, actually. I have all five teams in that division in the play-in or playoffs
1: That hasn't happened since it happened in our division. <clears throat> so, I have them at 40 and
2: 42, but they end up at the 10th seed. My nine seed is also in their division. That's the only reason I went ahead and said that. It's the Sacramento Kings. Yes. I, I feel like that team, I liked what I saw from them at the end of last year. I think they can carry some of that momentum over. They they got Rashawn Holmes to come back. Look what they did to us. Uh, <laughs> I wasn't going to rehash those, those thoughts. Um, but yeah, they have a lot of talent. The talent is there. I don't know when Tyrese Halliburton is going to come back or if, but Davion Mitchell's a nice young rookie coming in. Um, <clears throat> Donovan's little brother? No, it's good. <laughs>
1: It don't work like that. There's no, <laughs> no relation. No no relationship. Relationship.
2: <laughs> but he looked like Donovan on the court. I don't care. Squint. And he wore 45 in college. Exactly. Squint, and you're going to think that's Donovan Mitchell. That's all I'm saying. Uh, again, I like the Kings. I, I hope for the best for them. I would love to see them in the play-in. I wanted them to get in last year, low-key. Um, but the, the Spurs stole that spot. My number eight is the Memphis Grizzlies. Uh, I like what they have. I kind of was sleeping on the Steven Adams things. I didn't see the vision, but then like only in the recent days, I thought about how he compliments Jaron Jackson. And that probably is actually a smart move that they did both of those teams, switching uh, New Orleans, getting a guy that can shoot to put beside Zion and Memphis getting a guy that can bang to put beside Jaron Jackson. So we'll see what they do. But again, the West is tough. Memphis at eight. They will, they'll be fighting to keep their spot versus fighting to steal a spot this year. So that's still them moving up. And I have them at 45 wins. So it's, again, that's no, not, no slouching. And finally, my seven is the one that is controversial, but this is the West, baby. It's tough. And they are in that loaded division where five teams are <laughs> going to make it. They have to play each other four times. Somebody got to win, somebody got to lose. The Lakers just end up losing and they are the seven seed. I just don't – I can't see that geriatric squad lasting a whole season. People are going to get hurt. They're going to lose games they shouldn't lose. And they're sliding to the seven again. I'm sorry, not even sliding. They were the seven last year. They're going to remain in that spot.
1: Man, that's That's tough.
2: That's tough. That's tough. <laughs> hey, you put the Blazers there, I put the Lakers there. I'm, <laughs> I'm, picking, I'm picking the young gunner over the, the geriatrics. That's all I'm saying. Um Man.
1: shall we move to the bottom half of the standings? Uh you and Rolo were serious about that. Huh?
2: I, I actually that's why I said like uh I, the Lakers and Clippers, okay, I can see it. But the Nets were that was thats a bridge too far. I couldn't get couldn't get with them on the Nets. That
1: was a little um, too much. You want to stay in the West or you want to do the, we can go to we can go to the east. Okay, cool. <clears throat> Are we doing the whole east or like six through one? Let's let's go back and forth. You drop your six. Six. Got you. Perfect. Uh, My sixth is the New York Knicks. Uh, Mm. Obviously, they fall two spots from the number four seed last year. But I think the fact that they added... Man, look. They upgraded Alfred Payton and Reggie Bullock with Kimball Walker and Evan Fournier. Call it how you like. But it's the same damn positions, pretty much. They lost those two and gained those two. Mm. They're bringing back... Uh, If you watch my 30 Days of Hoops series on YouTube, I talked a lot Mm. about culture and teams. The Knicks are building a culture, and continuity is big. This team likes each other. They have chemistry. They made sure they brought a lot of those guys back, along with adding guys who fit the culture and play style and helps. They needed shot creation. They needed guys who can go get buckets. Now they have that. I think they'll be much better this year, even though they fall down.
2: Yeah. Uh, my sixth seed is the Celtics. Uh, I actually have them in the heat tying, but uh, I put the Celtics over them. And I just, I, I, I can't like that team too much. I, I like Tatum. I like Brown, but the team just isn't sexy to me. Uh, Williams can't stay healthy. I, I just don't know what to expect from them. Al Horford's back, but is he still Al Horford? We don't know. So uh, I have them at the sixth. I th- think that's an easy call. I'm not going to spend too much time on that. What's your five?
1: Uh, my five is Boston. Uh, I think a lot of people, uh, I, I see what you're saying, but I think people are sleeping on this team. Uh, I think the additions of Dennis Schroeder and Josh Richardson, don't shoot me. <laughs> I think Josh Richardson is going to do some decent things for them. Scoring the ball isn't one of them, but okay, uh, okay. Dennis <laughs> Dennis Schroeder is, I know we he didn't get that contract. I know we clowned him, but. The dude was a six-man of the year candidate two years ago. Less, less, less. I do less like high. Schroeder. I do like yeah. Schroeder. Uh, I think Jason Tatum has all the talent to be a top five player in the league. I think he'll still take a leap. I think Jalen Brown will take a leap. They brought back Marcus Smart. They brought in Al Horford, who I don't really think is going to play big minutes because they still have Robert Williams. Uh, you, know, you, can, you know, you can switch back and forth with those two centers. So, like you said, not going to spend too much time on it, but I got Boston at five.
2: My five is the 76ers. Um, okay. A lot of the same stuff you said. Don't know what's going to happen with that Ben Simmons situation. Um, Joel Embiid, we know how he does with his health. And I just couldn't I couldn't put them higher. I just don't know what to expect from them. I do like the drumming pickup as the backup to Embiid mm-hmm. because that allows them to do some similar things when, drum, when Embiid's not there. Yeah. Um, I, i still think people sleep on what drummond is and can be he just has not been used properly in the places he's been i don't blame that on him um so i hope that he has a good season personally i think he'll help keep them that's why i didn't have them lower like you might like you did but i think uh five seasons is a good spot for them
1: okay at number four i have the chicago bulls same Uh, a lot of people I've noticed, um, we're probably in the minority to be honest, but a lot of people have them lower. Like some people have them not even, <clears throat> excuse that's me, not all. even, not even making the playoffs or being a playing team. And I'm like, bro, I think y'all are underrating the talent that's on this team. Three all stars. Three all stars on this team. Like I, I know y'all have this thing with the Bulls and. I know y'all analytics dudes are like, oh, well, Demar Derozan, oh, when Nikola Vucevic, uh, his defense, uh, Zach Levine, uh, kiss my ass, man. Look, this team has talent. Talent takes you a lot of places. Man, I know, know Demar Derozan don't shoot threes, but if a team got three damn All Stars on that team, and I'm not talking about, motherfucker, from five years ago was All Star. I'm talking about yeah. recently, like. You add a guy like Lonzo Ball who can distribute and make sure each of these guys get the touches they need. You got a nice young power forward slash wing and Patrick Williams who will take a leap this year. You still got a young guy like Kobe White off the bench along with Alex Caruso.
2: Alizé Johnson.
1: A Johnson. Look, man, I think the Bulls going to shock some people. And that would mean, man, look, if it, if it pans out, the Bulls in Boston in the first round, I would love that matchup. That's it's a the nice sense. matchup. That's,
2: that's a little sexy. Um, and I, I I don't know if you heard me. I don't know if it came through. I did have the Bulls four
1: as well. I didn't hear that. Um, okay. <clears throat> yeah, Bulls are four for me as well. So Chicago Philly, that's I'm i I'm happy to see that our top three is the same. I wonder if it's the same order. We will see. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> um,
2: but yeah, same. So all the stuff you said. Lonzo getting the ball to three bucket getters. Levine and DeRozan have both pr- proven clutch. In their career. So you have two closers. Vucevic does things that not a lot of centers can do. Again, fuck what you said about the defense. A guy that can go out and get me 30, 12 rebounds. And I think he has a couple triple doubles or close to triple doubles on his belt. He moves the ball like he's going to be throwing lobs to Zach Levine. Mm hmm. Like you're gonna panic when you realize you left the center wide, o- the wide open for three that can shoot, and then Zach Levine's going baseline. Like this, this team is dangerous. Nobody's gonna want to play this team
1: <laughs> at all. <laughs> Let me also add: how many times last year did we see Nikola Vucevic take a trash Orlando team to a victory just by taking over a game?
2: He left that team, and nobody's been talking about them. Like he, he's single handedly was keeping that team in the playoffs. In the playoffs. He he's had a similar career to what Paul Gasol had before he ended up in Los Angeles. People didn't respect Paul Gasol until he was a Laker. That's
1: facts. But he was carrying Memphis. I think that's the perfect. I think that's the perfect, perfect comparison. Um, and I'm
2: sure I'm sure he looked up to him in some way, shape, or form. So uh, I'm happy for
1: him to be in this position personally. Absolutely. Uh, your three. My number three is the Atlanta Hawks. All right, all right. Hey, man, look, I just want to get this out the way. This wasn't on purpose, <laughs> but if the standings go the way that I thought the Hawks would play the Knicks in the first round, <laughs> Hawks Knicks too. look, man, ugh, I... oh, ugh. damn, I said the word. Shit. Hawks Knicks, Dose, um, so, yeah, you know, it'll... <laughs> that'll be great, but like I said, when you talk about young talent in the league, and you talk about the talent on teams, you got Trey Young, Kevin Herter, Bogdan Bogdanovich, DeAndre Hunter, Cam Reddish, Lou Williams, John Collins, Clint Capella. Uh, what's the um, shit? What's the young center's name? Okongu. Okongu, and Onyeka Okongu. That's his name. You said you went like this at. Oh wait, I said young, and I mentioned Lou Williams. That's what it was. Um, <laughs> <laughs> talent on this team. I'm sorry, not young talent. Talent on this team. And can I? How can I forget Danilo Gallinari? Uh, they added DeLon Wright, uh, who will be decent at playing some uh, backup point guard for them. Uh, not a bad, not a bad player, who was just put in a bad position with the Mavs. It's not a starting point guard, but yeah, I think the Hawks are gonna surprise some people. Y'all have to remember they started last season bad with uh, head coach Lloyd Pierce. Oh, yeah, true.
2: They had to come back. And
1: got into the playoffs as a fifth seed with Nate McMillan. Just saying, Nate McMillan with this full team this season, all, th- their confidence is high, I'm sure, because they got much further than they were supposed to. I cannot wait to see what this team does.
2: And I'm glad that you brought up the slow start before they switch coaches because mm-hmm. putting them at three shouldn't be a hot take it
0: based shouldn't. on
2: how they played after the coaching change. So... Uh, I'm excited to see how far this team can go. Depth and continuity are key.
1: I think you have to, to success. I think you have to clarify that you have to measure three as well. Because remember, all you did was nod your head. Oh yeah, yeah. I <laughs> <that>. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, we I also have the
2: Hawks at the three. Mm-hmm. And again, saying all the stuff you said, depth, continuity, Trey Young. Uh, it's a dangerous team. And again, people should not be surprised when they're there at the end of the season. Um, and I don't even want to spend more time on that.
1: No, nah, don't have to.
2: What's the, two, what's the the number two seed?
1: The Brooklyn Nets. Okay. Okay. The Brooklyn Nets, I got it number two. Um, with or without Kyrie, this is going to be a top two team. I just need y'all to know that. Uh, I mentioned in Spaces, and I mentioned in my 30 Days of Hoops Brooklyn Nets episode, that I think they had the sneakiest, most underrated offseason. You look at the kind of players they added to a team that already had Kyrie, James Harden, KD, Blake Griffin, <coughs> excuse me, Blake Griffin, Joe Harris, Bruce Brown. Then they added a Patty Mills, who you can argue is the best backup point guard in the damn league. Who probably, well, he, he'll still be a backup point guard because James Harden can play the one. Uh, they added a James Johnson. They lost Jeff Green, added a James Johnson. Not the same kind of player, but they can give you similar things. I think James Johnson can give you more on offense. Uh, I mean, not offense, defense. Uh, can still stretch the floor a bit. a uh, bit of an enforcer. Um they also added Cam Thomas in the draft, who a lot of folks are saying was the best per scorer in the draft. Going into mm-hmm. the season, you're like, well, he may not get a lot of minutes with Kyrie out. Who knows? His number <laughs> might get called. They might need they may not need him, but his number might get called. But shouldn't have to spend too much time telling you why Brooklyn is in the top two.
2: Yeah, Brooklyn's my two as well. Uh Kyrie taking his stand. Uh, is gonna hurt them but I actually am proud of them for saying we don't want a part-time player he's it. just gonna be a distraction at that yeah, point that's a chemistry so, issue exactly like you know if you I mean imagine you working a job you showing up 40 hours a week busting your behind and it's just one dude that comes in every Wednesday and Friday acting like everything is cool no it's not and getting a full paycheck don't no. talk to me no like you you're not here you're not here in the trenches with us so just stay over there bro um but again they're you kd and harden are still some of the best players right so they're they're gonna boost that team up i actually have them above 60 wins um and then we might as well just go ahead and say it bucks number
1: one bucks number one splashy Giannis. come on son hey man we gotta come up with a, a is there like a that's going to sound bad. Is there, I was going to say, is there something like, oh, that's going to sound so bad. Is there like a, a monument or location in Greece that's like wet and big?
3: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, man.
3: <laughs> oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, man. Oh, I can't believe <laughs> I
1: can't <laughs> i can't see straight man oh man okay i'm sorry i didn't want to say it that wasn't intentional y'all it's just the first thing that came to mind because like splash mountain but you can't use that because like that's brooke lopez's thing and kind of bobon's thing low-key too i'm gonna move forward i got some lakes okay <clears throat> i can't say these words lake Tacumpo.
2: <laughs> whatever we'll call it late, late, late. <laughs> <laughs> splashy Giannis is a, a threat to the league I think that Giannis was suffering from not knowing if he could get there to the top and now that he has he knows that nothing can stop him and it has unlocked everything he's the king now and he's gonna make you come take the crown off his head good luck and good night
1: have fun with that Uh, I've said it in the past. Uh, I haven't really said it on, like, podcasts, but, like, in conversations with friends. If Giannis Antetokounmpo develops a consistent jump shot, he's coming for that GOAT spot. Sorry, Michael Jordan. I just want to let y'all know. Even Kevin Durant said it before Giannis was even an MVP. Like, if he wants to, he could be the best basketball player that's ever played. And I genuinely believe that. Uh, fuck you back, Twitter. I I don't care what you think, honestly. Um, but, yeah, I think we have... I actually think our one through four is the exact same, right? Uh, yep, it is. Yeah, it is. You got the Bulls at four.
2: I'm glad we did it that way because, uh, yeah, that, w- that way yeah. We we're able to kind of keep track of that. But what was I going to say? Uh, what was I going to say? You said something that I wanted to follow up on. Oh, about Giannis being a, a contender for that goat spot. The goat spot, yeah. Speaking of goats. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that was a good one. The goat series is has begun. I dropped the first five already. Some of you may have already listened to it. Um, did you listen to it? Yes. Were you surprised by any of the
1: names you heard? No, honestly, I wasn't okay. surprised. Um, Actually, no. I was a bit surprised by Tony <clears throat> Parker. By Tony Parker, okay. I was a bit surprised. And I'm going to tell you, he only got
2: in because I realized a mistake I made with another player that was in there initially. I had given them an extra uh all NBA second award. And oh, so okay. once I once I fixed that, Tony Parker was 76, he moved to 75. Shout out to Jose Monti-
1: Monteleon. Yeah, when you said someone's gonna enjoy <clears> this <throat> and then you said Tony Park, I say, yeah, he's talking about Jose. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to Jose, I'm
2: sure he appreciated that. Uh or he will when he listens. But um who's there was a guy. I, I got now I gotta go back. I'm an idiot. I should have had this ready. go back to it one of the guys that i mentioned in this this episode and this is why i do this because i learned things about the game that i didn't know first of all i didn't know tony parker was technically
1: american that yeah i didn't know that either that threw me off completely that definitely threw me the fuck off
2: i was like hold up like say tony parker so his dad was from chicago like he just played basketball in Europe, and that's how Tony Parker was. I mean, if you want to look at it like we could have looked at Kobe as European, if that's, that's how true. we're gonna do it. Yeah. So that's just weird to me because I just look at him and see France. French, and, yeah. Now he's a Chicago dude. Like he's black. Yeah, <laughs> he's from <laughs> Chicago. Like come on, son. Like it don't get blacker than that. Um, who was uh There was a guy I wanted to mention, Bill Sharman, I believe. I didn't know who Bill Sharman was. Never heard of him until uh, he's on the go. He's on the list. Fought in World War II, won a college World Series, played pro baseball and played in the NBA at the same time.
3: Hmm.
2: Won championships in the ABL, which only existed for a year and some change, the American Basketball League won a championship in the ABA as a coach. And these are all his coaches. ABL coach, championship, ABA coach, championship. Came to the NBA and won a championship in the NBA as a coach the next year. Five titles as an executive with the Lakers. Oh, wow. Ridiculous. And this is a guy we don't know about. Yeah, I've never heard of this dude before. Like if I said Bill Sharman in a GOAT discussion...
1: People would laugh. But this dude is ridiculous. Then again, those were coaching awards. He won four rings as a player. Oh, shit.
2: (laughs) (laughs) He won four rings as a player. Again, playing pro baseball for the first five years of his career. And then after that, he won four NBA titles. Playing uh, during the Bill Russell era. Mike and Era. For those uh, Celtics. So this is why i enjoy the goat series if you're not tapped in tap in because you're going to learn something um and i spent way too much time on that i apologize (laughs) let's move forward. let's move forward oh uh, let me say one last thing the next episode of the goat series the first three four five oh my god the first six names are going to be like oh snap all very recognizable names if you will okay Some people that people say shouldn't be on the 75 list. Some that some have in the top 25 of their 75 list. So just be ready for that. Okay. Um, It's to the West, right? Yes, to the West.
1: I made you go first the whole time. You want to continue that? Uh, Yeah, why not? We're consistent. All right, Uh, let's get it. So number six, I have the Dallas Mavericks. Uh, We, I believe believe we'll finish over the 50 game mark, but you know, with the way the West is, I think that, uh, we'll end up being a six seed. Um, I can make an argument that we can finish higher if I want understand other people making that argument. Um, you could even make an argument for us finishing lower. That's how stacked the fucking West is this year. Uh, but (laughs) I got to stand and pat at six. I don't want to go too deep into that, but yeah. So yours. My six seed is the Nuggets.
3: Um,
2: <clears throat> I am not a believer in anything outside of Jokic. I don't know when Murray's coming back. I don't know how Porter's going to hold up to the, the challenge. And, again, they are in that – well, they're not in a crazy division. I have two teams, and they're in a tough division as far as, like, a couple of the teams they have to match up against. And then – one of the other teams in their division is dangerous even though I don't have them in the playoffs. So uh, I think they, they are going to lose a couple. They have a tough schedule actually too. Uh, and that hurt them. So uh, their rest schedule is what kept them below the next two teams I have on the list. They are a good team, but I have them as a six.
1: All right. My number five is the golden state warriors. Uh, I know you and um Dalton and a lot of other people are saying they're not high on the warriors, Please don't let Warriors Twitter hear you say that. They will attack you in your mentions. But uh, I am decently high on the Warriors. I don't think it's out of the realm to say a team that finished as an eighth seed at the end of the regular season that was hurt throughout the season uh, wouldn't finish three spots higher with a core together that has been known for winning championships. Well, okay. a championship because Kevin Durant yeah, was a whole Yeah. That's and they also have a crop of young talent that we don't know what to expect from. Obviously, that can be good or bad. Moses Moody, Jonathan Kaminga, James Big Wiseman Moza is Bo- going to be bad. Moses Mo, Boost. <laughs> oh, my God. I think. <laughs> I couldn't resist. Jordan Poole is an up and coming player. You had him in your 6 man of the year discussion. Um, who else? Do? Andre Iguodala is back. Pretty sure he's going to have a reduced role since he's older now, but he can still get the job done for the team. Uh, the addition of Otto Porter Jr. is underrated in my mm. opinion, but yeah, I got Golden State at five. I also have Golden State at five.
2: It's all the same reasons. Uh, they should be better. They should be dangerous. Uh, I actually have them tied with my number 14, but we'll get to that in a second.
1: Okay. Uh, My number four team is the L.A. Lakers. Uh, I do agree that they won't finish the number one seed, mainly because this is a LeBron-led team, so I'm pretty sure they don't care about the number one seed that much, especially at his age and, you know, recent health with him. Uh, Anthony Davis' entire career as far as health. um, Russell Westbrook is mostly healthy throughout his career. Recently, not so much. We'll see how that goes, but I do think they have... Uh, a deep team with talent but the team is only deep with talent when the team is healthy uh it's put together to fit the play style of a lebron and ad and even a westbrook to an extent right but if one or two of those players aren't there this team's kind of shaky i still think they could get some wins out but it's going to be rough which is why i have them at four which would also mean Golden State versus LA in the first round. LeBron versus Steph Curry. That's, oh man. I would love. What? I think
2: we're in a situation where that four or five game is going to be ridiculous no matter what.
1: Absolutely. No matter what.
2: So my four or five game is Warriors Mavericks, which is going to be rough for Twitter. Oh, Warriors. I'm not. I'm not trying to. You argue see what with you people.
1: just did. Yeah, I'm not trying to argue. Luca's at the four and Steph Curry team at five. And... I
2: have them tied, but I have the Mavs winning <laughs> the season series. So, okay. right. um, yeah, that's. I mean, it is what I have. Both of those teams winning 53 games. I have the Mavs winning the season series against the Warriors, and that's why they're the four and the Warriors are the five. That matchup would be crazy. Crazy.
1: They can go either and, way.
2: Yeah, and I could see both teams having a game where they blow out the other team type of thing. So whew, that, that that's, that's a lot. I, I mean, I had the Mavs at four. I don't really have a lot to say about that. I've already said that that middle of the pack is going to be tight. I think that we benefit from, like, I think we'll win our division, and our division sucks. So that's boosting us up a, a good bit. San Antonio, New Orleans, Houston, those are you, our, a lot of free wins.
1: Our division hasn't <clears> sucked <throat> in a long time, so it feels good. Like you know. Yeah. But um I have a different matchup for the Mavericks since I have them at six. They'll be matching up with the team I have at three. And let's get the European narratives out there. I got Denver Nuggets at number three. Uh Jokic versus Luca in the first round would be fun just for the league. But uh I have faith in this team. Denver is one of the deepest teams in the league. I don't know exactly when Jamal Murray is coming back. I think they'll still be good when he comes back. And I think they have enough talent to hold the fort down and surprise some people while he's gone. Um, they got Aaron Gordon. They added Jeff Green. Like I said, I think Michael Porter Jr. is going to step up. Will Barton is back. They still have Monte Morris. They bought back Austin Rivers, who did really well. And the absence of Jamal Murray. <laughs> Excuse me. They still have um, Bo Bol, who I'm not sure. Who knows if he's going to get minutes? We We don't know. Uh, they got a nice rookie in Bones Holland uh, I think they can hold, especially with Jokic uh, Jokic is one of those ceiling raising players uh, where I think their ceiling, their ceiling is a 3 seed for me I don't see them going higher than that and even then that's kind of high but like I said I'm high yeah. on the talent on this team
2: Okay, uh, my 3 seed was already leaked earlier <laughs> it's Portland um, I do have them in a situation where again, it's going to come down to their health. I feel like they've been lower these past few years because of health. I feel like they are healthy right now.
1: <laughs> oh, man. Just go, steal this man. The, just go steal the bike.
2: <laughs> I'm, I'm going to fight this man one day. Uh, I really hope that... Uh, I halfway hope it does come through so y'all know why I'm acting crazy. Right. But at the same time, that, that's, that's annoying. I'm and I, again, I feel like he just did another loop. Like he's coming back down the street. He's not going whatever. anywhere. Yeah, I feel like I'm in Baltimore. They out there on the bikes. So All right, relax. Right. <laughs> <laughs> no, but Portland. I, I again, I I'm hoping for a healthy season. I feel like they've been underperforming based on health. And Dane gets a bad rap because of things outside of his control. How can you be mad at a dude? Then he what he dropped like 50 in
3: a playoff yeah. game and they lost.
1: Yeah.
2: So, I mean, I, I, I don't know how you blame that on him, but, you know, people do. So, I need I need him to get that monkey off his back like my boy Giannis did last year.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, our top two is the same, which isn't a surprise. No, it shouldn't be. Uh, <clears throat> the order is probably just different. No, Actually, I know for a fact the order is different based off of what you said earlier. At number two, I have the Utah Jazz. Uh, I think it's going to be another situation like last year where I, my number one, which... I mean I guess I could just say it. Uh Not number one, as well. Yeah, the number one which is Phoenix. Uh last year they were like neck and neck fighting for number one and two back and forth. I think the same will happen in this year. I just Phoenix I just think Phoenix comes on out on top, uh, this year. Phoenix isn't gonna surprise anyone this year. People are expecting Phoenix to be good. They're coming for Phoenix, but I think Phoenix has the talent to fight back. Uh that they're not going to be Deontay Wilder in this situation getting knocked out and getting ass beat. So, uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Number two, I got the Utah Jazz. Okay, so yeah,
2: you're right. We do have it the opposite. I have the Jazz one, Phoenix two. Remember, Phoenix is in that loaded division, so mm-hmm. I think that's what the difference ends up being. Um, I have both teams winning 60 games. The Jazz winning 63, but... Phoenix winning 60 and uh I do have them considerably like there's a gap after those two. Yeah. Um for those middle of the pack teams. So man, I, that's the standings. Uh, I I don't I don't have any complaints about anything you said. I don't yeah, think you I'm had saying. too make too big of complaints on any any I said. Nope. Um I think we <laughs> both defended our positions well. We may have to tweet those out see what people think.
1: Yeah, see what people uh, think.
2: I don't know if you want to get a graphic put together or something. I, I don't know. I'm not, yeah,
1: I'll try to do something.
2: Okay, I'll let you handle that. See how I did that. I was <laughs> Passed off to work.
3: Let's
2: get these playoffs. Um, and I don't want to go series by series. So
1: yeah.
2: first thing, play in. Do you have just your 7-8s getting in or do you have one of those other teams stealing a spot?
1: We're still in the West, right? We can do either one, whichever one you have something to say. Uh, Let's stick with the West. Um, For the West, I have Portland getting in. Like I said, I think the gap between them and the rest of the play-in teams is is a decent enough gap to where I don't expect them to be in trouble, but I do have Sacramento sneaking in at eight.
2: (laughs) Nice. I like it. I like
1: it. Uh, um, I think –
2: where did I have Sacramento? I had Sacramento as my nine seed. Did I do the same thing? No, I did it in the east. I had the Knicks stealing the eight seed from the Wizards. Okay. Um, and so other than that, the seven seed holds on, seven and eight hold on in the west. That's the Lakers and the Grizzlies. Mm-hmm. And then in the east, I have the Knicks steal that eight
1: and the Heat hold down seven. I have the uh, <clears throat> my seven Heat and 8 eight Sixes holding on to their spots in the east. Um, okay. I don't see. I don't see the Pacers in Washington making it in. So let's
2: move to the first round. Do you have any notable results based on the matchups that you you have? And definitely go through the four or five who wins that matchup because both of those are tight. Yeah. But like any upsets besides the those four or five matchups.
1: Um, I guess it depends on what you consider it to be an upset because now with the lower teams, yeah. But I don't know, like. I got the Hawks and Knicks in the first round three and six. Right. Would it really be an upset if the Knicks beat the no. Hawks? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. But it's so. worth mentioning, like I, yeah, 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 this, for time purposes. I like I got it's the Hawks beating the seed. Knicks, though, uh, putting them putting them in the ground again. Um, it's going to be a closer series this time around, okay. considering the Knicks have people they can go to for scoring. Um, I have the four five in the East, I have the Bulls beating Boston. Uh, oh shoot, hold up. Uh, I guess you could consider this an upset, but. Uh, Three Denver, um, six Mavericks. I have us defeat in the Denver Nuggets in the first round. Uh, I think we'll get past them with or without Jamal Murray. I thought the same thing last year. To be honest, I wanted Denver. I wanted us to play Denver as opposed to um, you weren't alone. Yeah, as opposed to the Clippers Um, in the first round in the West. I have Portland possibly more than likely defeating Utah, the seven and two seed. That no would hurt my soul. So I know it but, would. But also, well, actually it but, also, become... <laughs> but also make me happy. <laughs> um uh, the, the Jazz 4-5. the Jazz
2: would not have beat. Yeah, the Jazz would not have beat the fraud allegations, but Dame <laughs> <so. laughs>
1: And with the four five in the West, I got Golden State defeating the Lakers in the first round.
3: Okay.
2: I think uh none of that sounds too controversial. Um, based on how my scan is shook out, like even mm-hmm. the Blazers beating the Jazz is not something that could be surprising just because of how much I believe in the Blazers. So my first round is pretty much chalk. Um, so all the top seeds, one through three win. Uh, so that's Milwaukee, Nets, Hawks in the East, uh, U- Utah, Phoenix, and Portland in the West take care of business uh portland gets revenge against denver from last year um <clears throat> that four or five matchups those are the ones that are fun i do have the the mavs beating the warriors in seven i'm not ready for that for my heart but <laughs> I'll, i will endure it's gonna be um, stressful and if luca puts out
1: steph who what they gonna say not, they ain't gonna be shit they can say that agenda, <laughs> <laughs> agenda will be clear. That's if, all I'm if saying. Both teams healthy, man. Ain't gonna be no excuses, nah, so. not at all. When he cooking Draymond off the you know what?
2: Let me get ahead of ourselves. Uh, in the east, I do have the Bulls holding it down as well, beating the 76ers in that four five matchup. So basically, top four seeds advance right in, in every uh, every matchup here. So let's move to the second round. All
1: right. <clears throat> Wait, hold on. Now I got to
2: hold up. T- you pretty much had to t- The Blazers are the only upset we have right now.
1: Yeah. So it would be Portland versus Dallas in the second round in my matchup. The six and seven seed. When was the last time that's happened in the second round of the playoffs? Uh, I've been a minute. I got Portland defeating us in the second round. We did you get <laughs> off the dome? <laughs> <laughs> I got Portland defeating us in the second round. Um, okay, I think they have much more firepower than we do on offense. Uh, I do believe this will go to seven games. But when it comes to being clutch, and you want to put two superstars up against each other in the clutch, it's not too many. Actually, there's nobody I'm choosing over <laughs> Damian. <laughs> there's no one in the league I'm choosing over Damian Lillard. I'm sorry. Um, the other matchup would be Phoenix. No, 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 no first yeah 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 um phoenix and golden state we get chris paul versus steph curry again in the playoffs now at this point the gap between these two is tremendous but um it's not it's not as close as it used to be you had to do your boy like that look man i'm just being honest it ain't as close as it used to be i tried to fight it for so long um but i have phoenix moving on in this matchup um Chris Paul finally well not finally he they've they've defeated the the Warriors before the Warriors became the Warriors But I have Chris Paul getting the best of Steph Curry in this matchup not head-to-head just team versus team Um, And Phoenix moving on to the conference finals. So we have in my Western Conference Finals Phoenix versus Portland That's next um, So on my side <clears throat>
2: I have Utah versus Dallas. Mm -hmm. I do have Utah taking care of business. Uh, I hesitated on that one for a second. I I went back and forth with it, but uh, I I, I have to believe Utah is going to take that step forward, personally. Mm -hmm. Uh, And then the second round matchup, this is your conference finals, Blazers-Suns. I do have uh, the Blazers beating the Suns. In that second round matchup to get to the conference finals To face the Jazz So Blazers, Jazz, your first round matchup is my conference finals
1: Okay, yeah, gotcha okay. In the East
2: <clears throat> In the East I have Who do I have is the one? I have Milwaukee versus Chicago I do have the Bucks taking care of business I just don't think Chicago has the depth To deal with Or the defense Yeah, like Giannis is going to eat Yeah may they rest in peace um <clears throat> and drew Holiday can actually guard levine middleton can actually guard yeah. the rosen like i just think they match up very well um that was why i picked the bucks over the nets last year because i thought they had the, the defenders to cause problems to some people um and then the other matchup is, is what the two three so that's brooklyn we can really do this atlanta
1: we can do this together because our matchups are the same is it yeah, cuz I had I had the Bucks winning and the Bulls moving on. I had Bucks and Bulls in the second round. Okay. And I also had Nets and Hawks in the second round. Okay. All right.
2: I have uh <clears throat> I have the Nets beating the Hawks. So the conference finals ends up being Bucks Nets again.
1: Classic. Yeah, nobody's going to complain about that at all. No one. All right. Did you have Maybe. the same results? <clears throat> yeah, I did. Okay. So, stay in the East for the Conference Finals. Let's get it. <sighs> this is going to sound... This is going to be controversial, but... Not controversial in terms of these results, but my okay. my playoffs overall. Um, I have the Bucks be in the Nets again. As do I. I, I have it in a seven six. games. I did so it in six. I got it in seven. Again, uh, after seeing what Kevin Durant did last year, I'm pretty sure he can, you know... Uh, take it to seven along with the healthy James Hart and then the other veteran uh, talented players on his team. But I think the Bucks, another full year after winning a championship, Giannis is even more hungry and motivated after winning a championship. Uh, it's insane to think that. Um, dude is nuts. But, um, yeah, I got the Bucks moving on to the finals.
2: Yeah, and it's and for Giannis, for me, uh, it comes down to, again, he didn't know he could do it before, and he was playing like it. Until he wasn't. <laughs> and now he's done it. And now he knows he can do it. He's going to have a ridiculous playoff run. Mm-hmm. He's going to have a ridiculous regular season because he's one of those guys that doesn't know how to turn it off. And then, playoffs, when things are on the line, I just think he's going to have a ridiculous tear like 40 points a game type of stuff. um And it shouldn't. I, who's going to guard him on Brooklyn? KD? Nah. RIP R. KD if he tries. <laughs> R.I.P. whoever tries. Facts. Um,
1: All right. What you got in the West? I'm going to be honest. I'm picking Portland because I don't want the same matchup (laughs) as last year. (laughs) I'm going to be honest. Uh, But I do think Portland can beat Phoenix, but I really just don't want the same matchup as last year. Optics on that just... uh, But... Yeah, I got Portland uh, being the Cinderella story since they were a 7th seed. Dame going for his first championship against the Milwaukee Bucks in the NBA Finals.
2: i Why you give me the side eye when I had Dame as my MVP, but now you had him carry his
1: team to the finals? Well, he's not going to win MVP as the 7th seed.
2: But you seem to have some type of faith in him
1: to but have him carry in
2: the team. You know what?
1: I didn't I'm say, say he it. couldn't carry a team. I said he wasn't the MVP. Go. I'm it go. I'm about
2: to say you made me feel like I was
1: being absurd <laughs> because I just wouldn't put them at the three seed. I, okay, I okay, yeah. okay.
2: So you have them getting the six, but you do have them in the finals. And again, I got them at seven. Were they the seven? Yeah, they were. Oh seven. yeah, the Mavs at the six. Mm-hmm. But um, a Bucks Blazers finals is a finals I can't lose.
1: That's how I, I felt I, last year with the Suns and Bucks.
2: There you go. And I also created a finals where I can't lose because this conference finals in the West is one where I can't lose. Blazers, Jazz goes to seven. And I actually didn't make this choice for this moment. (laughs) (laughs) Because I was like, hey. So the question is, one, will Donovan Mitchell become the Donovan Mitchell he needs to be to get this team over the hump. And that means picking his spots correctly. He is still doing the stuff that rookie year or second year Luka was doing where he tries to do too much at times. Oftentimes. He needs to trust his teammates. He needs to feed Gobert when he's rolling. He needs to let Conley run the offense from time to time and I can't say that he's going to do that. So, I'm going to go with the Blazers. It's Blazers. no way we got the, we exact got the same, same finals. I got there a little bit less <laughs> of a tricky way,
1: a finals that isn't like a typical, oh yeah, of course these guys are going to make it. This is not that and we ended up with the same finals.
2: Yeah. And I don't know maybe I've been putting that book that uh that buggy here. I don't know.
1: <laughs> um and I, I have been I listening black. to you, Dia, and um, oh yeah, think, yeah, and like uh, Taylor sometimes in the uh, hoop spaces early in the morning. Shout out to Chris from Hoop Spaces on Twitter. But you know y'all have been talking about the Blazers a lot, and I'm like, damn, you know what? They, they might be <laughs> right. They might be on to something. Uh, all right, so
2: now the moment of truth. The Is Bucks. <laughs> Was easy, no, no, in five,
1: in five.
2: <laughs> I, think, I do think Dave is gonna go stupid. He'll have he, his
1: AI game where he gets ha- them one.
2: He has to, he has to. It's big for him because remember Drew embarrassed the shit out of him when they played New Orleans a few years ago. So he has to get his redemption. I think he's gonna get his buckets, but it comes down to who, who the fucking stop at right? <laughs>
1: nobody's stopping y'all this dog like the gap between the bucks and the portland trailblazers is about it, it, it's pretty big okay um i'm not even gonna sugar foot with y'all bucks and five you just if, do like a brooklyn accent a minute what's I, happening i don't
2: know what i you don't do. know
1: <laughs> bucks and five man if if dame can get them a game Dame and it sucks dame. I, like i I would
2: love that for him to be able to say I got to the finals. I won a Western Conference Championship. I, In my heart, I want to say Blazers, go ahead and get it done. But I can't justify,
1: you can't justify. stopping
2: Giannis. <laughs> so congratulations to Giannis. 2 Pete, well on your way to GOAT status. Um, he took a huge leap in the GOAT rankings, which y'all will find out. But, uh, man, I, I'm i excited, man. Just doing this exercise just got me excited for this year because – You know, we're sitting down doing this. Almost every team is healthy for the most part right now. We know that's not gonna maintain to be the case. It's gonna change things. There's gonna be trades. Where's Ben Simmons going? Like all these factors will change the comp the complexity of the season. I think for me, it's the teams with the continuity Mm -hmm. that that are gonna make noise in the playoffs for the most part. Um I mean, I'm ready to go. I'm ready to go. I think we've, we've been on here for a long enough. Right. Season starts on Tuesday, right? Season starts on Tuesday. Uh, Mavs start on Thursday. Big game right off the bat. We might have to hit, and I'll talk. we'll talk about this. We might have to get the Hawk fan on here for the next buy.
1: Trying to figure out who we could get.
2: I, I already know.
1: Somebody's slipping my mind. I know that. I know somebody's slipping my you mind. You already know
2: what it is, Reese. I'm here from Atlanta. Okay.
1: You
3: know who it is.
1: You know who it is. That's gonna. I just want y'all to know. The people who are listening to this right now, y'all don't know who he's talking about. I know who he's talking about. That will be by far the most entertaining episode of maths Out... You know what? It's going to be so entertaining, we're going to have to call it Hawks Outsiders, because it's going to be entertaining <laughs> without me and Bibbs even having to speak one line. I swear <laughs> to God. This is the most funniest dude on Twitter. Oh my God. If we get him, yeah, I ain't going to be able to make it through. <clears throat> so speaking of which,
2: um, that's a dangerous ask, first of all, because... We don't know how that game's gonna go. We don't know how he's gonna go. <laughs> that too.
1: <laughs> man, what's his name again? Man? You know what? We'll we'll, 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 let's close the <laughs> show off saying, first. We talking too much. talking <laughs> um,
2: Catch us on Mavs Outsiders. I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. <laughs> look, man. You Mav, do it, man. You do it. Man.
1: Look, oh, catch us God. on Mavs. Catch us at Mavs Outsiders on Twitter. At Mavs Outsiders Pod on Instagram. The YouTube is coming soon. Look out for it. Uh, You can catch Bibbs. Um, Make sure you go, even though he he hasn't been on there much lately, make sure you go check out his podcast, Have You Seen. That's Have You, S-C-E-N-E. You can check us out on Twitter. We're always tweeting. Sometimes you can catch us in the hoop spaces. Great conversation, great people, great connections. Uh, You can follow me at Mind of Reese on Twitter, on Instagram, on YouTube. Uh, My 30 Days of Hoop series is... Only got two videos left, I believe. Uh, Two videos left. I cannot believe that I made it through uh, (laughs) putting a video out every single day doing two podcasts and a nine-to-five. So if you supported, it, I appreciate you. The two teams that's left are the Detroit Pistons, which will be out today and on Sunday be the Dallas Mavericks actually no I think I got three teams left I might be tripping don't I'm hungry okay let's close this <laughs> out man I'm hungry too that
2: stuff is calling my name I'm about to slide out there right now uh, this has been a marathon I hope y'all enjoyed it this is the longest podcast we've probably ever done and it is it is and you know I don't like long podcasts but I don't give a yeah. damn y'all better yeah. enjoy it we had yeah. a guest on dope guest had a good time um I I don't think you covered most of the rest, man. Let's get out of here. Let me say this.
1: If you made it to the end of this episode, tweet the Mavs Outsiders account and say, Outsiders Assemble.